PCP podcast when episode you walk three, away, four. You episode thirty-four. Please. That's Steve. We got Mikey. Why is Mikey posing? I'm looking at my N emoji. We got Jerry and I'm Savi. You know what I hate about N emojis? Oh yeah, it's February third. He literally told me no <laughs> rants, no um, tangents, and he's talking about N emojis. The podcast hasn't started first yet. First five seconds. This is this is recording. It's dude. a running gag that they try to fuck up my cold, my cold open. Gotcha. But he literally wanted to talk about N emojis. Hey everyone, welcome to the Party Chat People's Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Steve, joined by Zavi, Mikey, and Jerry today. We're going to talk about some video game things, probably just a lot of Kingdom Hearts, maybe some Anthem, maybe some Resident Evil. We don't know. I would be preferred to be called, um, referred to as Stacy today, but go ahead. <laughs> Stay Jerry. We How about Stay Jerry? Stacy. Come up with as convoluted an uh, ontology for our podcast as Kingdom Hearts. Is that the idea? Oof. Guys, I brought energy to that intro, and I expect it to be returned. Okay. <laughs> Xanax. Go what get him. Ha ha. What are we going to be talking about today, Go Mikey? Me. Follow your heart. Donald. Yeah. A whole bunch of weebs. <laughs> it's going to be one of those episodes. No guys. matter what happens, as long as I follow my heart, I'll win. Just be because my light is stronger than your the darkness. The power of friendship. Yeah. Let's get him. Let's get him. I'm just glad you guys didn't bring a soundboard. I must say, I love doing Goofy uh, Bombardier. Boom. I like throwing him off the cliffs. Why? <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> because too many times, like, I'll just be in the middle of the night. Oh, Goofy Bombardier. Guys, this isn't the order we agreed upon. <laughs> no, what are, it's okay. What are we talking <laughs> about? Mr. Non-Tangents. Hey, this is an approved tangent. It's about games. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I've had, I've had, had a coffee board. and a half already. Who approved so. it? Like, how is it approved? We There's just no talked about this process. before the podcast This started. is a democracy. Where so Steve just talks over <laughs> Anyway, guys. As I was saying the word democracy, it dawned on me that that's not how democracies work. <laughs> that isn't how democracies it's work. It's like money in the background, people in the foreground making them feel important. Well, guys. What's, what's the thing where, like, about, whoever talks this? loudest gets their point across? I will win. The that sounds like the internet. Exactly. Okay. How about this? Is there a term Who for that, votes actually? for me to start the rundown? I vote for you to start the rundown. I do. Jerry, what the hell? Where's uh, your... Yes. You just Embrace want to the, the chaos. Earth. Filibuster. 50%, 50%, 50%. Yes. Just do it. Nobody's starting the rundown now. Chaos reigns. All right. We it. are starting the rundown. <laughs> zombie is going to get into some more Resident Evil 2. It definitely sounded like you said that my name was Zombie. Oh, you me. played Resident Evil 2 already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, zombie, shit. Zombie, Zombie, Zombie is going to talk about Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And his... Um, his his battles with the tyrant. Damn, I kind of make, um, want to make you wait till next week so I can play it. Uh, excuse me, it's Mr. X. <laughs> Mr. X. Do you know that's not his actual official? I'm the sorry. The screen refers to him as tyrant. You're that's tyrant. true, but you know Mr. X was not his official name, and um, they they named him that on a toy and on then the original a, on the toy in the, in the yeah, years ago. His actual name was Jeff. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. sure, but really? he was never called Mr. X uh, in the game. You know what he looks like? It's Seth from fucking Street Fighter. 4. He looks like Buff Inspector Gadget. Yeah. No, he, no, uh, he doesn't. He looks like the, the, the who's the guy who Rocky Balboa fights. The Russian? Dude? Yeah. Which one? The, um, uh, Drago. The, yeah, Drago. He, look, Drago. he looks like Ivan Drago. He fought Clubber Lang, which was Mr. T. He also fought Hulk Hogan. 
Okay. What else are we going <laughs> like, to talk about? You said the guy who Rocky fights. He fights Apollo Creed. He fights Hulk Hogan. He fights Apollo Creed again. I just, he fights Clubber Lang. He fights I just Ivan remembered Drago. why I wanted to, to set up GarageBand so that all of us were different audio inputs using a sounding board, and it's so that I could mute Steve right now. That's why. But I don't hey, have that sound, power. You sound like everybody on PlayStation Chat, too. <laughs> All right, we're gonna second. Maybe it, I'm the problem. Second attempt. Second attempt. Now, anybody attempt. ever tells you the problem? They're the problem. Never. Yeah, you guys are the problem, not me. That's how life goes. Yeah. What else right, are we talking about, Mike? We are talking. I'm gonna start from the beginning. <laughs> when Zombies you going to start walk talk um, about Resident Evil Two bum, and War Groove. I'm gonna jump in on that conversation because I've also started War Groove. And Do you like that I put War Groovy under yours? Yes, it's cute. And um, I'm going to talk about Kingdom Hearts three with Steve, and we'll we'll see how long that conversation takes. Little known fact about Kingdom Hearts three: beginning like Union Cross. No, 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 no. no. It's it's going to be a good conversation. I'm just teasing. Do you know that Skrillex was involved with Kingdom Hearts three? Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's disgusting. I agree. The that, song is good. No, I don't like the song. You know what was good too? Linkin Park, but I'll never say that in public. Yeah, but Collision you just Course did. that. Linkin Co- Park was Collision excellent. Course ended uh, racism for like a solid six months. <laughs> no, no. Detroit to become human erases oh, yeah, that, racism. That, that, no, no, no. Collision ended. Course did it first. Oh, yeah, because okay. that was Jay Z and Linkin Park. Guys. Gotcha, gotcha. I try so. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't difficult. Yeah, All they did was cool. whatever. 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 Chester's saying uh, any of Jay Z's lines, he just <clears throat> neglects to say the N word. It's it's pretty. You know, that's it. Racism. Right. Racism over. <laughs> racism was over. Yeah. And Jerry is going to talk about the anthem demo and Shadow of Lara, Lara Croft. Actually, I'm going to talk about Shadow how Shadow yeah. of Lara no, no, Croft. I'm, I'm, this little cute thing today. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll talk about some news. Yes, we will discuss Metroid 4 being scrapped and being redone, and how Nintendo was very transparent and professional about it. And um, and someone who's not being professional, Mikey. the publishers of Metro Exodus, <laughs> just saying, "Hey, Steam, you can't sell our game anymore, and you're exclusive to the Epic Game Store." Oh, also, bling bling, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bling, 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 bling. That was part of the official tweet. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Uh, <laughs> that would have been funny. Been pretty damn funny. All right, Zombie, tell us about your tales with the tyrant, slash Mr. X, slash yeah. Buff Inspector Gadget. The buff Inspector Gadget slash Ivan Drago. ruining my day. Uh, so I played some more Resident Evil 2. Last time I played uh, roughly, like, two hours or something. And... He oh, says, put I on the timer. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. So, so I played a little bit Behind last the time, but the, <laughs> but this time I no, think I played a, a solid. Steve, <laughs> but this time I played a solid like uh, <laughs> four hours, maybe. I'm not sure. Straight, but or... wait, what difficulty? No, in a couple, in a couple. Oh, okay. So, difficulty? so yeah. I'm playing on hard, nice. which I love because the ink Classic ribbon thing exactly. it. That adds so much tension, man. It's so important. So I've already had a couple times where I've lost like 10 minutes or so or whatever. But the how how often they give you ink ribbons when you're exploring stuff, like I haven't lost like anything more than that. I can understand if people are like, oh, 10, 15 minutes, like that's too much. I I don't want to do that. Play on normal. That's fine. But for me, it's totally worth the tension. I would say get a different hobby. (laughs) Shots fired. And the the thing that uh, you know, aside from the increment thing, is also just like the the 
it, it really does stress your resources. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. like on normal, but on hard, like I've had times where I'm walking around with like half a clip <laughs> in my handgun and nothing else. Yeah. And I'm just like, if something tries to kill me, I am fucked. And that tension is fantastic. Yeah. So I got past the initial uh, puzzle in the police station. I actually got to the underground part. I met, I'm playing as Claire. So I met Sherry uh, and. Be careful, spoilers. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything okay. particular. So, so I but but I've met Sherry like and and Don't I just wanted to touch on that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, they they, they mm. do they do a couple things that yeah. make me feel like they're going to mix things up at least. Like I I do feel a sense of some surprises here and there. It's interesting because like especially placement. I think they yeah in terms of placement of things, I think they knew like that people coming at this from the perspective of a remake, they 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 might have certain fond memories. Like I remember the interrogation mirror. And how in the original game you'd end up on the um, on the see-through side early on, and then eventually you make your way to the mirror side and you pick up a, a, one of the key items there. And then on your way like back out of the room, a liquor jumps through the window and it scared the shit out of me it's when I was a kid. Completely different. Um, and so I feel like they play off of that this yeah. time. Like I won't go into exactly what happens, but that's one example where there are things that I think they know are in, like the people's collective memory about Resident Evil Two, and they've incorporated yeah. them but remixed them a little bit yeah. too. I see. Like I'm so expecting this, yeah, but then you don't feel oh, sure. I think one of the best things is the story you told me today about how it genuinely scared you. Yeah, I was gonna get into that. So the so the other thing aside from like uh, just the game just generally has a sense of tension or whatever is I've gotten to the point where now our good friend Mr. X slash the tyrant slash buff inspector gadget slash has been Drago. introduced. Thank you. <laughs> and and it's just it's it's really well done like how effective he is at just making you tense so when he first appears he like i won't go exactly into what happened but he just makes a really good appearance in terms of like like the music kicks into a really good number and uh, Claire like responds to seeing him by just being like, "No, stay back," because he looks a little bit human. And then like you just instinctively know, like, I need to run away from this fucking guy. So there's like a slight meme going on on the internet <clears throat> involving him. Like basically, you'll see clips of people playing the game, and then slowly you hear a song um, playing. X gonna give it to you. He's gonna give it to you. So like, it's, it's become a meme now. So you'll see that. That's excellent. I like that. And so, and so like, you instinctively run away from him. And the way they oh set God. up the level design, uh, compared like to compared now. to the yeah. other monsters you've encountered so far, um, he like they they set it up so that when you run away from him that first time, you notice. Like, mm-hmm. that he has capabilities other people do. He can climb ladders, he can open doors. And, and I kind of like how clean his design is compared to some of the grotesque other stuff. Because he's, like, as opposed to that grotesque stuff and he's the like jump a scares. version of Nemesis. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's just terrifying just because of his capabilities. So I had this one moment that I'll end on where I was running back. Like, I knew where I needed to go, right? And I knew that the path that I needed to go there that I was choosing to take to get there. I was like, okay, there weren't... Like, I cleared out the zombies there, so I think I'm safe. And typically... You can hear Tyrant's footsteps, so you have some sense that he's nearby or something like that. And I don't know if he wasn't moving or if I just didn't hear it properly, but I bolted into this room that I just needed to run through to get to where I needed to go. And the moment I turn left, dude is just standing there, and I have not been this scared in years. Like, my reaction was so genuine compared to, like, a jump scare where you're just like, oh, you got me, haha. Like, no, I turned, and I... Oh, I... 
That's basically what happened. That's that's that's. I like to add a little bit to that. Apropos, apropos, perfect, I've perfect only, timing. I've only yeah, seen a little job. bit of um, gameplay. Um, you that's know, our new soundboard. That's it. that's my timer app. Um, <laughs> while I was watching other people play, it kind of reminded me of Resident Evil Seven. It, it, it's it's different for sure. This chair is gonna kill me. Uh oh, that chair might break. Oh. oh. Jerry's chair just kind of broke. <laughs> I was kind of worried about boop, it. Boop, boop, like, we got some technical difficulties. Jerry's going to be standing boop, the whole time. Jerry, almost your mic. died. Doop, 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 <laughs> doop, <laughs> sorry, Jerry. There's a step ladder. But to finish my thing, like I turned that corner and I, I yelled out loud. I said, fuck. Super loudly, I made a bolt for like the alternate path that I needed to take to get by him, uh-huh. and ultimately I was safe. But just that moment of seeing him and just like I hadn't saved in 10 15 minutes or something, I legitimately just went like, Fuck! like just so scared. So, Resident <laughs> Evil 2, most like <clears throat> I hadn't had a moment like that in RE7, even though I still very much enjoyed RE7. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's different. It's, I'm really enjoying it. I look forward to getting back into yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like this game is like a freaking game of the year contender already. Can People I are. I don't. Gorgeous it looks? No. You can say <laughs> you gotta, it on the mic. You gotta talk to a mic, man. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Sorry about that. This game is gorgeous here. It kind of makes me think next gen. Maybe we can hold off a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful game, and it's, it's, not merely, it's not merely beautiful. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that step line is gonna work too great for you. Not, but, not my butt. Nope. Here, you you take the chair. I can stand while I while I do things, or you could sit against the couch. No, we've got an ottoman. Oh yeah, ottoman. Yeah. See, ottomans oh, are great. Ottomans are so. are for situations like this. I know. Thank, this is the room. Thank God for the Ottoman Empire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I think we would have figured out that putting a box that you can store things in, like we would have done that without the Ottoman Empire. I think this is their, <laughs> this is their way of telling me they're killing the fourth chair. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> That's funny. You uh, are the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. So yeah, Resident Evil 2, I I was a little bit down on it when I played the demo. I'm glad that I picked it up as soon as I did because it is actually living up to my hype from, from a while ago. That's so, good. Yeah. Nice. It does look great. So do you want a RE3 remake or do you want a RE8 next? They need they need they need to take some time before they remake they can three. Do both. Just like I don't <laughs> want them to do it too, super duper fast. Um, I would say that as good as RE7 was, I wonder if they, with, with, with remaking 2, I wonder if they'll actually do a retcon of the story, if they're actually cleaning things up. Well, um, they already said that they're going to um, clean up some story. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure okay. I read somewhere they're Obviously, the they need to remake Code Veronica. I love Code Veronica. Everyone does. Everyone that was the Dreamcast game, right? Yeah. First, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you, so first person or third person with VR? Yeah, that's but. a fascinating. Oh, so I played RE Seven. I did not play with VR because I played on PC. They haven't. Gotcha. I think you meant more first person. No, well, first person because like RE, it gives you the option. If you're playing first person, you you probably will have the option for VR. So I think that's. Wait, in RE2? Uh, no, I'm talking about like, you know, RE7. Like, do you, do you want oh, them to go well, in that direction? One. Right, that's what I thought you were yeah. asking. Yeah, so okay. they, they are very different. I, I, I will say that um, in RE7, the first-person camera does a lot to add tension, but I think that they, they replicate it. 
replicate is not the right word because it's not exactly the same feeling, but they have achieved a very similar level of tension by having so many dark environments where you need the, the flashlight. Gotcha. And so the periphery of your screen is still pretty limited. So your actual cone of vision, like what's de- your dependable vision, is actually pretty limited. Okay. So it has a similar uh, restriction of your of your senses that adds that creepiness. But. I was kind of, I'm kind of hoping that they kind of like go back and forth. Like the, this ent- the next entry is going to be first person, Maybe. following entry, third person, next, third, first, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so RE2 is good. Yeah. <laughs> the the other God game I've been, yeah, the other game I've been playing, um, I started up on Wargroove on the Switch personally. Wargroovy. Mm-hmm. Wargroovy. War War that one's uh, 2 out of 10. <laughs> Okay, you're two out of ten. Also, oh. um, your mom didn't say that. Uh, uh, yeah, probably said three out of ten. <laughs> she probably did. Actually, she probably did. She's nicer than me. Damn, we Wait, straight I up went back to junior high. I know, right? So, <laughs> yeah, that was so. Wargroove is. She's a nice lady. So Wargroove, for those who don't Wargroovy. know, <laughs> Wargroovy is a. Uh, Stop giving him sugar drinks. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> he's like is a spiritual successor to like off. Advance Wars. Um, is is a fair way to to set you up for it. Yeah. Um. There there are significant differences, but it feels right. like Advance Wars. It has a it has a fantasy aesthetic. So the story is you know you're playing princess so and so her her you know s- spoiler. I don't I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think I think that well everyone yeah. is really waiting with bated breath to play Wargroove and find out the real story. Yeah. Find <laughs> sure. why it's so I, groovy. I have to say it it actually is. It's pretty um, the way the story sort of I tells am interested itself. In I the like story. the way it does it. It has like these really nice. In cut particular, scenes. yeah, I like, yeah. The, I like the style. That is good. <laughs> but in particular, they're, like I actually won't spoil this now that I'm thinking about it because yeah. um, what they make you do for the first mission while they're tutorializing stuff is a pretty interesting move. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna buy it yesterday, but I just and in particular, sure. without explicitly, um, without explicitly like showing its cards, it definitely lays a foundation for like. The, after the first mission, it does launch into a somewhat typical thus far yeah. uh, fantasy. You're the princess. We need to like save the kingdom type of story. But with the, what they do with the first mission, it definitely lays like the the groundwork for like this isn't going to be as simple as it seems. Yeah, you may not be the vanilla good guy. Like it may be more complicated than that. Now, question: Who's the developer? Good question. This new Chucklefish. Chucklefish. Oh, well, no, they're publishers. Aren't they, yeah, that's a mobile oh, publisher yeah. mostly. Um, um, we'd have to look that They published uh, Starbound and a bunch of other and what's like, the name of the game again? Stuff. Chucklefish um, is good, but I don't know. Wargroove, right? Wargroove, I like, yeah. One of the things that most intrigues me is the ability to build your own story with the creator that they have. In yes, yeah. I saw because that I they have you can that. do your own maps. Mm-hmm. You could do your own cutscenes, I think. Oh, can you? Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. There's like this whole way. And then you can build your own over map too and make like branching paths. Yeah. And through, like nice. You can build a whole like I scenario. I did not even know about well, that. I, I, I saw that menu option to create your own map, but I figured that might just be limited to just make your own scenario and share yeah. that. Well, that sounds cool. The, oh, the game wow. is pretty stacked. Just it, a- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The world is pretty stacked. There's actually an arcade mode as well, and yeah. the the little everything is locked except for campaign. And then there's a puzzle mode. And with right. the arcade mode, it goes like it says beat missions and get mysterious weapons. So I'm wondering if like you get new equipment. So what I've heard so far is that 
unlike Advance Wars, you, you don't really, there's no power crawl. You kind of just have what you have and you earn new units. There's no equipping weapons. There's no upgrading units. But I like that because <laughs> even though it gave you something to like aspire to in the long run in Advance mm-hmm. Wars, I actually think that the leveling system in Advance Wars sort of betrayed the, the tactical purity of it to some degree. Not anything yeah. drastic. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed most of the Advance Wars series. But I think it they... It just gave you an edge over not having... Like you could make mistakes. I don't like introducing RPG elements into this, at least not that drastically. Particularly when like you can you can go into like an arcade mode type thing and not ha- be leveled enough, and then return to it after a while, and then like trounce the guy or whatever. And that's that's an exaggeration, but I was not a big fan of that, so I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But to go into the actual gameplay, I played through a little bit further than you, I think. And um, what I what I'm really enjoying about this is Advance Wars has a pretty um, a pretty unique feel as far as I know. Um, in terms of like its level of <clears throat> of scope and its tactics, so on the one hand, you might have like a Final Fantasy tactics where the board is very large. Um, there's not as much like uh, significance for for like tactical choke points or anything like that mm-hmm. because the defensive bonuses based on where you're standing, like that. I don't even think that was a thing in in Final Fantasy tactics. <laughs> Uh, there might be terrain that slows you down a little bit, but it's it's pretty open. It's pretty easy to just like roam about. Yeah. Um, it's more about your loadout and what your characters are and how you use them and and, and things like that. And then on a, on another extreme, close to Advance Wars, you might think of Fire Emblem, where there is there are choke points. There is like that kind of tactical thing. But with Fire Emblem, it often just felt like you just had to play the rock paper paper scissors game, and it was pretty straightforward. Like yeah. who you who you. <clears throat> You know, attacked who with, and they were. It almost felt like they were perfect solutions to a lot of the levels. So the scenarios that you load up, is it like you have to pick your units where they go and what loadout you're going into, or do they lay that out already for you? And secondly, is there that rock paper scissors mechanic, like the archer is better against this unit or the melee unit is better against? So, support? like, is there that? In short, no and yes. So the. Um, Basically, the the thing that you'll run into is that certain units are definitely stronger against other units. Yeah, they uh, have they have spearmen um, beat cavalry, right? They have yeah. uh, weaknesses but, and resistance like um, yeah. chart, and you can well, because, highlight. Like, I, I but it's not question. but it's not a basic rock paper scissors <laughs> between yeah. three asked, different types of things. Yes. It's more complicated. I yeah. asked that question because there's different factions mm-hmm. that you play as, and I'm sure the units. Act differently. I think they might actually be one to one between the factions. Yeah. Like each each faction has its version of a spearman and so yeah. on. Yeah. So well, what you'll immediately recognize is that when they once they put you into like, oh, if you want to find out about this unit, it's literally not like Zavi said, like a rock paper scissors. It's like a list of There's ten a huge, icons yeah. and a, a lot list of, of ten icons down, and you're just like, Whoa, and so eventually okay. we're gonna have air units and naval units. <laughs> yeah. and I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, um, I've we I've already gotten to the point. I think you did too in that same mission where you have barracks, so you can buy units and yeah. you get income from villages, which you have to take over. Yeah. And different, you know, units cost different amounts. You yeah. know what I'm gonna do right now, right? You're gonna go buy, buy a group. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you started with with <laughs> us talking about a mobile game, and then like. Yeah. 
yeah. you'd go buy it. So now we're That's stepping up. It's so funny as he was talking. Like you, guys, you guys, you guys are better at selling games than, than <laughs> Nintendo. It's funny because like as you guys are talking, I'm like, damn, I should just buy a Switch. I should it's, just buy a Switch. Well, you can you can bet this on on Xbox. It's coming to PS4 soon. Yeah, and it's also already out on PC. PC. If you like PC, but like toilet gaming is very. Yes, the, the reason I picked this up on Switch very consciously was just like this is going to be my couch. I totally expect this to be my morning train yeah. ride game. So the the last thing that I want to touch on though, <laughs> the last thing I want to touch on though is that my impression so far is that this is actually better than Advance Wars. Really? And there's wow, a, that's there's high a few. Yeah, it really is coming for me. I played the shit out of those games. But is it better than Battalion Wars? <laughs> that game was fun, <laughs> but it was goofy. But no, they, they there's a few things that they do, and in particular, I want to call out their their concept of critical hits. I think is really cool. Yeah, that's so, what I wanted to mention. Yeah, the well, you talk about it. I've been talking too much. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and I also wanted to give my take. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so unlike um, you know the the triangle in Fire Emblem and and sort of like these triangles, a little more groovy. resistant. Yeah, <laughs> resistance. Um, we're all about the noise today, aren't yeah, we? Too, we sorry, are too much background. Not doing well. <laughs> Welcome to the Ghetto Cast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Welcome um, to the Party Jam People's Ghetto Cast. <laughs> so usually we'll lose all semblance <laughs> of professionalism. And and most um, Oops, strategy the table games, just broke. <laughs> and most strategy games, you know, the weakness is critical. Let's keep cutting off Mikey. I know. <laughs> the weaknesses and criticals are um, based on, you know, what type that you have. In this game, the criticals are actually more skill-based. So, for example, the command, like the commando unit, this, the basic infantry unit, it gets its critical by standing next to the commander. So, like, you know, the princess or whoever is the leader of that um, mission. Because you inspire them. Yeah. The, the, yes, it <laughs> actually says that. You can do it. Follow your heart. <laughs> oh, yep. God. The pikemans, they get their criticals by having at least another pikeman um, next to them. Um, so it, and it kind of makes sense because you it think does. of like three hundred formation. Yeah. yeah, formation. The war when you have dogs, phoenix. you have to surround the person and they get their crit. The horseman, which is really interesting, you know that's the my favorite. Horseman, that's so fun. That's my favorite. You have to hit at least six steps, so like they charge, oh. and then you get your critical. So it's it's better so for the horseman to six spaces and then attack or yes yeah, they have to I have six spaces away cool so you can't even guns. try to do something clever and like curl around yeah so to they waste have to all move, your movement so points. they have to move in a straight line not strictly a straight line but it just needs to you be could, six spaces it needs to be six spaces away so it could be uh for example left left up okay left left and left. then can you move an attack in the same turn yeah Yes. So you're more inclined to keep them at a distance and then rush in well with him you actually play like a yo-yo so you're going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it's interesting the way you move, you use your units. Well, it makes you it makes you use a cavalry in a way that that like makes a lot of sense, which yeah. is to harass people. Yeah, you, you keep them out on the on the side. You charge in and you get a hit, and then, and then they you, might try to converge on that unit. And yeah. if you played it smart, they won't surround it and kill yeah. it. And then you just bounce the fuck out. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool, and I, I actually went online and I saw like the future units just to see like just out of curiosity, not to like spoil, but just out of curiosity how you get other criticals. And like I saw the so like the mage, the way you get his critical is that um, if they have a defense of three or more, so people who try to hide in oh. mountains like that, you'll get a crit because oh you know I guess magic would go over terrain, you know. And another one was like a witch. They don't get their critical if you're next to another witch. So like you're messing with my spell casting magic. Huh. You can kind of make the conceit. You can like think of the conceit. Yeah. People like sitting at the tables. Like let's think of like real world, like you know warfare and like how <laughs> things would be more affected. 
Other wishes. <laughs> Other wishes. And so, yeah. And, and it's what super I think it, really cool. What it's I think really it accomplishes is two things. <laughs> One is, the, the particularly with the spearmen and, and the cavalry so far, it makes you move your units around in a way that feels like they like you ought to. Yeah. Like, you should move the spearmen together. And that kind of yeah. makes a certain kind of sense. Yeah. The other thing is that um, from a more, like, abstract uh, perspective, it just makes you look at the map in a way more interesting way. Yeah. Like, the difference between... Uh, a, a you know a, a woods that are that's hanging out like in the middle of nowhere like it makes you think like oh okay if I wanted to use that as a as a strategic like point what do, what do I need to do like if I only have spearmen right mm-hmm. well, only one of them is going to be in cover like like it, it really does uh, it adds a new dimension to yeah. your tactical thinking which is really yeah. cool. I don't know if you guys know this, but this is a tweet from last night from the Wargroove. Um, Wargroovy. Uh, Let's start a trend. <laughs> <laughs> so they tweet basically Wargroove is out now. I don't know if uh, also I don't know if this might be old news, but they say challenge your friends in person with local co-op and competitive play, or online with crossplay between PC, Switch, and Xbox One. Ooh, crossplay. Yeah, oh yeah, we forgot that. I think that was announced on the because so this game was like a very quick release. The Nintendo Indie Showcase was last week. They released that like monkey game like the same day and then Wargroove was they were like oh this is coming out next week so it was a very short from you know announcement to release time so like I think like this game got really good like a quick marketing turnover it seems like, like, like more indie of- devs are doing that now like they're like they're yeah. not announcing a game until like they're ready to ship it makes basically. a lot of sense because I think people are exhausted from the early access kind of yeah. approach yeah it's like, like give us a finished game please like yeah. what, where- well, that's what people want people want a finished game and I feel like also they don't want to be harassed hey is it, you said this game was coming out this time now you're pushing it back like for the Star, fifth time. Star Citizen has that problem, mm, and I yeah. think is the biggest thing of that problem. It's like we promise you the universe, and now it's just like, can we just get something? No, so that's a scam. What you call <laughs> the game you're talking about is a scam. Um, there's other you're a scam. <laughs> that is true, but like, but that game is a scam. Like, um, well, and, and allegedly. This so this is the I, right don't game. Sue me. This is the right game for that kind of call, though. Small thing. Go, go ahead. Uh, apparently, my new goal is just to break Zavi. Uh-huh. Have him just break out into laughter whenever I can. <laughs> apparently, that's my new podcast goal. Okay, mm. good for you. <laughs> but like, but uh, the last thing I want to say on, on Wargroove uh, is that I think this is the perfect game to do that kind of thing with, though, because um, this this requires like a certain level of of polish and that that first couple hours of experience it's just really good yeah and it's it's the really good and it's really nice. promising like just the way that this game has unfolded over the first few hours not only am i really enjoying it but i'm also like excited to see it unfold and get more complicated I to mean, have naval units and all that kind of shit. Can, can we mention it. the art too? It has an art style it's um, sort very, of like Moonlighter. It's nice. And it's it reminds really me nice. of a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, like uh, this really clean I, new age 16-bit. I look forward to playing it while I watch the first three quarters of Sportball today. Oh, oh yeah, yes, sport ball is happening today. Sport ball is happening today. I, I actually am happy to say that I didn't r- realize it was happening until my... Co-workers shared their board, uh, their like oh, Super Bowl oh, bet gotcha. board, whatever oh, they yeah. call that thing. I have that too. And like, I call it the bang board. <laughs> okay, you guys are making some weird bets. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, they said they put a picture of that, and I was just like, oh, that must be happening soon, I guess, huh? It kind of creeped up can on I, everybody. Can I talk about the best thing happening? 
Mm-hmm. Halftime Heat is back. This is a WWE match. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! For halftime. When was that? That's really like, funny. Wow. Halftime. That was when. That was when um, the Rock and Mankind fought each yeah, other in the arena. That was like arena. so long ago. That was years ago. Wow. Jeez. Who's who's gonna be the match this they time? They have six superstars from their NXT division, which is like the AAA. Mm-hmm. The better or, division, yeah, the better division. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they're gonna on the network. They have like them in a six-man tag team match. That's cool. But well, like, um, whatever that, happens, it has to last thirty minutes, guys. Well, <laughs> you mean you don't want to watch Maroon Five perform? Yeah, I, I don't care about. God, Super Bowl. Did you hear about the petition? I'm sorry. We'll bring it back to games right after this. <laughs> but did you hear about the petition to have that sweet victory song from SpongeBob played at the Super Bowl? What? That has like a hundred thousand signatures. No, but no. I'm not surprised. Oh, this is from a few years ago. I think this was a marching band or something yeah, like that. The, where SpongeBob performed at like the big game in an episode, and it was like people loved it, and so now all the people are grown up and they're like, "We want the SpongeBob song at the so Super Bowl." Internet age has ruined us all. So long as you're going on tangents about how the internet is funny, uh, my two favorite stories in that vein is one time uh, Shea Stadium had a yeah, I think oh it was my those, God. Shea Stadium. Stadium. No, yeah, Shea this was many, many years ago. I, I believe old. it was Shea Stadium. <laughs> Yo, Shea they Stadium had, uh, was cool. It had those neon baseball players. On anything the side. relevant yeah, to the yeah. Mets is not cool. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry will never be heard from Yo. again. So <laughs> Jerry, so, I don't know if you've ever been kicked out a window. <laughs> yeah. So basically, though, um, I have. They had a competition for like for for what was going to be their their song for like the end of like the seventh inning stretch or some shit like that. The internet made them do Nickelback because of course they did. Uh, did they do photograph? I hope so. Look at this photograph. And then, then the other random, the other random he's story. Like, and this is—he's saying that as he opens up another bottle of sugar. He's oh like, my gosh! Off the rails today. <laughs> totally what, off the rails. what is going on today? Chairs breaking. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's have you. So the, the final, the final thing over. before the final thing before Let's I bring it talk. back to order yeah. is um, the. This is by far the best like thing is Pitbull. Pitbull rather. <laughs> he did a he did a open like voting process for where he was gonna do like one of his shows during his tour, he was like, I want to see what the people want. The internet sent him to Alaska. I remember oh, that. It was like a Walmart like in Alaska. And, he was, and like that, he was a good sport. He was like, performed. fuck it, I'm going to Alaska. Yeah. It was and like he the, it was performed like a, and no, people showed no, up. There's a difference between a good sport and getting paid. He it, was like a, it was like a yeah, really small so. Walmart or something a like that. Easy, it's a, it's it was, easy I remember gig. I, that was great. It's, it's an easy hilarious. gig. <laughs> anyway, back it's to like order. Bodie McBoatface, but yes. I never did it. War, order. War, Are we War done with Um, I think I had to, like just a little bit to say. Like I, yeah, I, I like I like I'm not as far as you, but I, I'm. It really, really, really looks promising. I'm, I'm liking the art. I really do like the way they're unveiling the story with like the the nice cutscenes. Like you said, the opener mission was really cool. The way it happens, you're just kind of like, huh. <laughs> making me do what? Yeah, cool. yeah, the way it happens. And um, I'm really excited to see the way they unveil the units. And like you say, like the critical system really does change the way you play the game. Because like one of the early missions, they're like, oh, yeah, the pikemen, you know, you have to line them up. And like specifically like bridges. And it's just like, okay, well, I've always seen in the movies where like, you know, the pikemen aren't the bridges because it's a thin, you know, narrow pathway. You can't get the best defense. And Come like, at me, bro. <laughs> you just have your pikemen on the bridge and they're just like, eh, 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 you know, having, and they have more of a chance for doing, you know, bigger damage bonuses cool. than like just a regular infantry unit like hey I'm gonna come and slash you with my sword no you're not 
<laughs> and a, oh, also the archer criticals, which is great because like the archer, oh, yeah. if you don't move them, they have a critical, you which know, like makes sense of like if the sniping. I just tuned into this podcast, I wouldn't know if you were talking about Wargroove or Civilization. It sounds <laughs> so much like maybe, Civilization. Maybe that that's a great Civilization thing. does have. not have this tactical depth. No way. No, like and, well, I'm just but also, but I mean yeah, to, to confuse it. You. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to confuse it for that. I mean, I think it's it is promising to say like you know. Um, I have been hearing the only thing I want to say is like I've heard criticisms in the fact that like the missions may get like really long so it might not be a train game for you well that's a little bit can as long as you can save mission? in the middle of the mission no you can't, you can't save, save scum mid-mission. wait really no no no, no you can't save scum you can turn you can the system off and then you can suspend you yeah. can certainly turn the system off I've pressed off. the plus yeah, button I haven't seen a save that's Hmm. That's but ma- but maybe because if switch. you want to play a different game, then yeah, because like I I'm hmm. I can check, but I because okay. I I so went on the way here. I was just finishing a up a feature, mission. That's what they yeah, need. I was I was finishing up a mission, but I kind of wanted to cancel it, so hmm. I pressed the plus button and it just had resigned. Interesting. That's I weird. didn't see anything else, that's but true. that might have been me. But I that's maybe you need it. to press that's minus. also as far as following uh. <laughs> as far as as far as following the legacy of Advance Wars. That's pretty. That's pretty much in line. Like Advance Wars Any grows, strategy game, but grows into usually. like certain battles that will take you a long time and be yeah. very epic and just yeah. like whoa. I hope yeah. this game, when it comes out on PSN, um, that they also, I guess, get the okay to make it crossplay because <clears> you have a Vita. It sounds like a fun. I have a Vita. Then you could probably remote play it when it comes out. I'm probably gonna get switched, but like you know me, I've been like in this per, um, perpetual like purgatory of wait for the next version of the Switch to come out. So like, well, just, it, oh, thank you. I mean, for it'll forever? be over when, once thank it comes you. out. He just <laughs> handed me a Switch. Did you guys hear the rumor I have to buy you one. Yeah. I will buy you one in 2025. I thought that was the new version. Well, that's a rumor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you a Native American giver? Like, what's going yeah. on? Like, Native okay. American giver. <laughs> anyway, okay, guys, buckle down. Buckle All up, right. buckle up, buckle up. We're getting started. I'm going to go to sleep. So <laughs> No, don't go to sleep. So <laughs> so here's... here. Okay. Here's my thing. It's my turn. I know, but I want to start by saying something. <laughs> because this is what... I is, know, but... Tyranny of Steve. This is this is what's been on my mind and what I need to get out about this game. Okay. Kingdom Hearts? We're Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So I finished it. <clears throat> 35 hours it took me. Wait, should we play like the, the song I, in the background while you talk? I am so... Copyright. Annoyed... <laughs> With a lot of everything, the game and the mechanics and the gameplay and the, the, the voice acting and the story. But I can't help but love this game. Mm. I think my love of the franchise is so much greater than like the shortcomings of this game. Wait, wait. Is it your love of the idea of the franchise or the actual games? Both. Mm. You can't really separate them sometimes. Yeah. It's just the fact that, like, this is the first franchise I remember falling in love with in gaming. Which, you know what? That makes sense because, remember, it came out the year that we were in school and we were yes. told that the 9-11 Twin Tower thing happened. Yeah. This is the same year. So I remember oh, yeah, that was 2002. Like, same, same, so same need, school year. We needed, to, year. We needed right, the right. power of friendship that year. Yeah, yeah. so I remember <laughs> playing it and, like, playing the first game and playing the second game just being like, I love this franchise. <laughs> I want my heart to be my guide. Mm-hmm. That's and so then, funny. what do we have? Thirteen years later, since thirteen years. Well, that's King, that's not all. Two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand five. Yes, Kingdom main, Hearts two came out. Main yeah. series <laughs> games, right? And one could argue that Birth by Sleep is is a main series. Game. Oh, it's totally a main series. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I haven't played well, one since. Two, I've noticed. Two. I noticed that the way that they're dividing them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Birth by Sleep. How much does that really involve Disney characters? It does. They go to worlds and stuff. Mickey's oh, okay. in Birth by Sleep a lot. 
Well, but Mickey's in it because like he's a crucial story character, or whatever. But do but they do? The, they still go to Disney. They follow worlds. the blueprint of like go to this world. And yeah, mm-hmm. they follow, and the same thing with like that thirty-five that that minus eight game or something. Three, five, no, eight, they're yeah. only in Traverse Town. Oh, really? Yeah. I was told. That, okay, that's I was just told. to say okay. that like, even though this game I think has a good amount of flaws, and without the franchise would probably be a solid six out of ten <coughs> for me. Yeah, having the franchise on there and just realizing how much I just love it. Like, my love for the franchise transcends any flaws that this game has. I mean, has. You know we can what? talk I, about the good things here. I, we don't have to... No, like, no, no, no. I just wanted to let... Yeah. That, because that was the first thing that went through my head yeah. when that endgame screen came on. I was just like... I know exactly what you mean. Like, in high school... I love this. When, when I was with my high school girlfriend at the time, and we were playing um, Kingdom Hearts 1, and we were in Nightmare Town, and the Little Mermaid musical stage, and it was just so amazing. And, I, yeah. you know, and Heartbroken Jerry 2005, playing the second one and getting to the last stage, and I was like, oh, shit, lightsabers? What the fuck is going yeah. on? So, like, <laughs> then, it, it, it transcends... Like, I'm a Disney kid. I love Disney movies. Gotcha. <laughs> to this day, I love Disney movies. I love Frozen. I love Moana. I love Big Hero 6. I was so excited when, we got, when I got to the Big Hero 6 world. I was just like, Baymax, you're here, my personal health care companion. <laughs> what? Is he insurance? Like what? Like he's just Baymax is your personal health care companion. He? Oh, okay. Interesting. Hello, yeah. I didn't I know that. I am Baymax, your personal health care companion. I didn't know that. Did you watched, see Big Hero 6? No, like, modern Disney sucks. I haven't seen it Watch either. Big Hero 6. It's awesome. Moana sucked. Hey, Moana was great. They have how many characters in that movie? Four? And it was just like... It's so? Just like so? And, and hey, hey, who's the best character? Some of the best. Those and are some of the best. No, movies. I, I hear you. If you no, can no. carry a Hold movie on. with Hold four on. characters, comparison to like when you have uh, uh, what twenty great characters from like, it's not a valid criticism. You can have two characters and make a great movie, right? But it was just. I don't know. Something was lacking in it. It kind of. Jay, this is called becoming a grouchy old man. Yeah, it is. No, but yeah. I love. Yeah. I love my things I grew up with. What are you talking about? Like, I love the things <laughs> I grew up with. What are you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then now the things the that, kid, th- that no, kids, kids are growing up with no, now, you don't it's, like. It's fact. Yeah. The stuff that I grew up with is better than the stuff that. <laughs> All right, we're not taking Jerry seriously. Says every every generation after. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So. I've, I'm really, I've really been enjoying this game. Like you know, I'm like Steve said, I'm kind of ignoring some of the negatives, but you like the positives of this game are just so great. They make you feel so elated, so happy. Like it's just, it's just a spectacle to see. That's the over other thing and is over like and the, over and over again. Sora as a character is just always so positive and gung ho. Yeah, they're like whatever drawback comes their way. Sora is just like, we can do it. And so you're just, just like that translates to you're just like. All right, let's do it. So also, it sounds like you guys are enjoying the saccharineness of the the game. Uh, yeah, there's still some. I mean, people still die. Yeah, people still die. Like they come back to life because yeah, it's, so like, it's like Marvel, people, people die. die. You know, yeah. like I mean, this is not a spoiler. I've never seen Tangled, so I didn't know that. But Flynn still dies because you know. I don't know who Flynn is, but okay, Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider, the I don't guy know who, who Flynn saves Rider is, but okay. Rapunzel. Well, Tangled is about Rapunzel. It's oh, the main, the main male character, Eugene. Eugene. Yeah, and you know, of course, like in Disney, something in a lot of Disney somebody's movies, parents has to somebody's die. Di- not parents, but someone yeah. dies. But of course, they're resurrected. But you have to talk about <clears> the in, the intrinsic. Uh, death math is oh. the best way to call it because if someone loses their heart in Kingdom Hearts oh boy. and they're particularly powerful like Sora a heartless gets created from right. them losing their heart and a nobody gets created from them being just inherently strong mm-hmm. however when you kill their heartless and their nobody they come back to life mm. so murder is how we 
basically life. it's how you solve everything gotcha. <laughs> by murdering that is that is a very edgelord way of looking at the world's problems so, I so guess it's like it's like, like if um, <laughs> if zavi was separated in two so you think his heart succumbs to darkness you destroy the darkness in his heart and it goes pew my heart would never succumb to darkness you know that's a continue. terrible message to children it's it's and a weird one it's a weird one i agree what the you shell your body mm-hmm. without its heart would be the nobody mm-hmm. and then we kill the nobody and then boom zavi's Back. It's kind of like Persona-ish. Like this, Persona? like this kind of dark Persona 3. Um, mm. Something dark about that, but go ahead. Uh, I, I don't know about that. They just had... I mean, the evoker was just in the form of a gun. That was the only edgelord quality of that. That's no, it. no. The actual story was definitely Persona like, 3? Yeah. I mean, not at the surface, but a lot of like that stuff was definitely metaphors morbid, about suicide yeah. and shit. It was morbid like, as hell. It was morbid as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom pe- Hearts isn't morbid though. I mean, no, I was gonna yeah. say like Kingdom Hearts is super saccharine, and and it probably just <clears throat> glosses over the fact that we are reviving <laughs> people via murder. These are bad people. Yeah. They're black, so we're murdering them. That's a reach. <laughs> that is a reach. That's a reach. Um, no, it's, no, it's more like I'm using it as like the simplification of the bad guys. Yeah. Like they're in oh, black. just make them oh, dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like because, Star Wars. the bad guys are darkness. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Yes, yeah, it's a no, simple I don't, I don't want to get that. <laughs> Stop trying to make Kingdom Hearts a bad thing. I love it. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, it's my first love. <laughs> Leave it alone. It's like, so initially, um, I, I was concerned that, um, the, so the worlds are huge. The worlds are beautiful. This game looks great. Um, the action is good. I know some people have complaints about like, it's kind of all over the place, but I mean, it is all over the place, but all over the place in a fun way. Like sometimes you're doing things and you're just like, sex, how did sex. this happen? <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you're like, how did this happen? But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because explosions and fireworks and things go on and well, all these it's, crazy it's super animations. novel, like yeah. spectacle. So there's, um, like, so there's nine months later like God of War <laughs> like God of War that's that slowly becoming its own meme mm. yeah and it's a it's a an image of Sora and you're about to get to this part uh huh um, but I'll only tell you what the scene says because it has the subtitles on the bottom and it's just Sora looking up in amazement he's going I don't know what we just saw but wow yeah <laughs> like that's Kingdom Hearts in a nutshell <laughs> yeah no, they should replace yeah. Sora with Atrios in the following games yeah so um I've currently done um Monster, Monstropolis. Corona. Corona, which is the Tangled uh, World. The Coliseum. Uh, yeah, Olympus. Yeah, well, it's there, not right? even a Coliseum anymore. It's just Olympus. It's just Olympus. Yeah, is which Hercules is great. still there? Yeah, yeah he's okay, still there. Yeah, yeah. And, Good oh, we need to stop and talk about box. Hercules and Toy Box. Toy Box was great. Toy Box was... I no, no, I, we just need to... No, no, no. Stop and talk about Hercules in a negative way. Really? I feel that Olympus was made, like, in 2008, and everything else was made, like... Two years ago. Oh, oh it is clear. graphic quality. Gotcha. Hercules looks oh, that's weird. really bad. Hmm. Like he compared like to everyone else, he, he looks really bad. Like compared to in, Meg, um, to compared to you Zeus. You remember in the movie Hercules, they have the figure where you flex his arms down and his yeah. chest comes out? Yeah. Sure, That's yeah. what I imagine that figure looks wait, like wait, wait. in real life. Is it bad because <laughs> they, they went accurate as to how he's drawn? No. He, he, it, it literally looks like... They started Kingdom Hearts 10 years ago, Actually, and they PS3. did Olympus. Yeah, they started on And PS3. then they did everything else, like, after. It wow. is a, it, it's really strange. Like, it is really jarring. I wouldn't be surprised if they repurposed the assets from um, his older um, And I, I, I don't know how that got through Q. Like, I'm like, Hercules looks weird from every single person in this world. Huh. It's really specific. You know what's funny, though? <laughs> um, where I realized Kingdom Hearts, like, had a better graphical fidelity is in Sora's lips. 
Yeah. Just the texture of his lips. Your first love. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, no, no. <laughs> no. There's a specific part where a character puts him to sleep and he's sleeping so his lips are dry. Yeah. And you see like the... the and I was like, yeah. what? Whoa, guys! Yeah, that was, was at the part you looked yeah. at, it and you were like, yeah. "Yeah, his lips were dry," and so I was like, just like, "Every cutscene after that, my life." But looking at his I'm lips, looking at his lips, yeah, like, wow, the graphical fidelity of Sora's yeah, lips it was it was really such something. a. I, I'm so glad that Do you, you have that a moment Sora too. like pillow buddy. What is it called? A waifu pillow. A waifu yeah. Pillow? No, I don't have one of those. Okay, I, I can get you I'm one. I'm not an edge lord because I don't think edge lords. Absolutely. All right, we're Who throwing that term around to mean anything. No, he on the very first episode Jerry was on, he identified as an edge lord. No, I know oh, he did, but like having a Sora pillow has nothing to do with edge lord whatsoever. Yeah. You have to have the Sora pillow and a, a I'm pretty katana. sure I'm pretty sure That's if the opposite edgelord, direction. That's the opposite direction. I'm pretty sure if a genuine edge lord plays Kingdom Hearts, the saccharineness will kill him. Yeah. 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 It's like holy water. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. Much. Well, they identify with Riku. Yeah. So uh, what world okay. did you find the most fun to play through that has been that people have seen already? So if it's a world that you haven't seen, I don't want to spoil it for everybody. Uh, that I found the most fun. But they've announced all, all the worlds. I Toy don't Box was really fun. Uh-huh. I, I really, didn't care for Toy Box. I really enjoyed the mech that you could get okay. into and just stop around. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, little known that. fact: Tom Hanks' um, brother. character is his brother, yeah. and same thing with Tim Allen. It's another guy playing Tim yeah. Allen. Yeah. So, I mean, San Francisco has to be my favorite just because I love Big Hero Six. Yeah. Um, as far as the levels themselves, yeah, I really enjoyed Toy Box. Mm-hmm. Monstropolis was really fun. Yeah, I liked Monstropolis so and, far. And um, Corona surprised me. A okay. Lot, just because Rapunzel's character. Yeah, she's she's very lighthearted and charming. fun. I want I actually want to go and see Tangled now because yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Nice. So here's a question: You talked a little bit about how like there's a lot of spectacle and novelty to what you're what you're doing, right? Yeah. yeah. How much does that come at the cost of like interesting gameplay? Like, do you think that because because I remember that there was like there was some interesting difficulty to. Kingdom Hearts 1, I think, was best. 2, I thought, was a little bit uneven personally. But, but like, it is sort of known for that. And I think that it's throwing so many different mechanics and summons and all this crazy shit at it, like, so does it make the game easier? That that, yes. Yes, okay. it does. That all those contextual commands that come at you, there's a lot. To the point where when I was playing, as opposed to, like, actual combat, I'd have, like, stacked... Yeah, like a number of stacked <clears throat> contextual commands. And I don't think whether they either of us either knew how to change them. And ride. a friend told us, "Yeah, <laughs> you press L two to switch between them." Yeah, because, so you could switch between yeah. them. Which I didn't know. Yeah. So like, I'd be like in the middle of one of my keyblade changes. And it's just like, all the keyblades no. that you get yeah. have a form associated with them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So once you hit enough combos with them, you could press triangle and it changes the form of the keyblade and it takes on its special attacks. Uh-huh. Right. It has so two forms actually. Some of them have two forms. Yeah. Not all of them. Some of them yeah, have most one, of them. some of them have two. Yeah. And then you have the contextual commands with Donald and Goofy. Each of them have their own move that they do with you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you have various magical, like extreme magic. Also, like did Faraza, you know that the um, Waterza, the changes also change your magic? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. And then on huh. top of that, you have the rides. Yeah. Which function <laughs> as another way of getting through combat. So a lot of the combat is done through the various contextual stuff yeah. as opposed to you just flying around and fighting with the keyblade. Right. Yeah. And, and there so, are times where I was like, I don't want to use that right now. Leave me alone. Yeah. Right? So there's so not so much like actual like let me have an interesting duel slash combat encounter. The only so time let me have really, an interesting that spectacle. only really takes yeah, place exactly with kind of the thing. bosses. Yeah. Gotcha. The bosses you don't get those as much. Uh-huh. But yeah. with like large groups of heartless enemies, mm-hmm. you do. Okay. <clears throat> 
One thing I'm kind of disappointed is since Kingdom Hearts 2, Disney has made a lot of acquisitions. And I was kind of like looking forward to seeing, I don't know, the X-Men or, you know, Star Wars. There's, there's, like, there's I, I don't no think there's going to be before a lot of those. Yeah. The, story, the story's <coughs> changing. But since. that's not to say that there won't be more. Yeah, because yeah, remember, because this is the dark secret saga. So this is not the end of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I want to see Blade Runner. I don't know who owns Blade Runner, but I want to see <laughs> Blade <Disney>. Runner World. <laughs> not Disney. If they try to take something that dark into Kingdom Hearts, that would be I mean, there's, there's Marvel and there's Star Wars. So God, more Marvel. Who doesn't want that? Uh, you're. I, it sounds like you do. No, I know. <laughs> not, I know. No, I just want to see like, like I love the Winnie the Pooh world. I love all the stuff that we've seen that they're. That was a huge disappointment, by the way. Oh, it's, is it in this? It's it's Ooh. not as as prevalent in this one, but I don't care. This series made me love Winnie the Pooh more. <laughs> they changed the graphical where's, design of his world too. It's like slightly like, shell shaded. Yeah, where Sora's just always like, "Hey, Pooh Bear, what's yeah. wrong?" <laughs> and I'm like. So, yeah, Pooh Bear, what's wrong, buddy? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, have any one of you guys seen the live action one of one of the two live action Winnie the Pooh movies? The Christopher no. Robin thing. Yeah, it's no, two of them. Uh, yeah. No, I have no interest in seeing it. I want to see yeah. Pooh Bear. Yeah, they yeah they even changed the graphic style of his world. It's slightly cel shaded. I was like, this isn't the way it was. In the it's game. not that extensive. It's just three mini games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and they're the it. same thing. <laughs> yeah, that was. A, that, that's un- only that probably be this. Um, no, no, no spoilers. But a lot of this game doesn't give you closure on a lot of things. Mm. Surprise! Mm. So this is where I'm saying, like, there's a lot of stuff that disappoints me about the game, but it doesn't disappoint <laughs> me enough to turn me off from the franchise because I love the franchise. Like, there's still a lot of good stuff there, but at the same time, I'm like, if this were any other game, I would have had a problem with it. Well, do you think you're okay with it because this is the end of the Dark Seeker saga? So I, it's just like. I okay, we could okay start fresh. What does the dark yes. end of Dark Seeker Saga even mean? It means the, the guy Zay. Basically, Kingdom. Zaynort yeah, story. Kingdom Hearts starts because the, the guy Zaynort wants to open up Kingdom Hearts because mm-hmm. he's like there should be a balance between light and dark. Yeah. So all of this starts because he wants to open it, which is why the yeah. ending is <clears throat> semi disappointing. Mm-hmm. But again, not enough to turn me off from the franchise and the series. I love it. It holds a very special place in my heart. And this game, not a lot of people are going to like it, especially if they're jumping into Kingdom Hearts for the first time with how convoluted everything is. Like, yeah. you really need that primer on what's going on in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. To give a shit. Yeah. And <laughs> this is another, like, thing where you're going to be like, just Kingdom Hearts 2 was better. You know, what, you, yeah. you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Pokemon, where it's like a whole bunch of, like, very, very, very young children and very, very, very old people who were children when got into the game, but everyone in the middle, they're like, this is not a good this is not good. It's like yeah. it's very well. I will say for the peop- for the um, the the worlds and the vignettes, like the Monstropolis is like good. Like Randall's still in it, and you don't really see so much of Kingdom Heartsy stuff. Yeah, like Tangled is still it's, in that's it. That's the you good thing about the Disney yeah. They play off through the movie, the movie um, plots themselves. So it's like tying up all the movie plots. Yeah. So you know? and then like there will be somebody in there kind of affecting things. Yeah. But as if you were new or don't know much about it, you kind of know like, okay, these are still the bad guys. Yeah. The only parts it comes in is like maybe when people from Birth by Sleep are introduced and you're just like, what? But they don't really have anything to do in the Disney world. Yeah. Well, in Monstropolis, there was that part, but that they save that to the end. And you're just like, Okay. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. A lot of the stuff in those worlds is just (coughs) conflict from that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with with like, but like the undertone of, of like yeah, okay, the but heartless are here. And, like, yeah, I have and, a question and, and for you guys. Of, though. Hold on, instead yeah. of like the 
sinister motivations being from that character, it'll be like, oh no, it's Organization Thirteen manipulating yeah. them. Yeah. Mm. So but the, the question I have for you guys is like, you know, remove all the skins, remove all the IPs. Is the gameplay good? It's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's, it's cathartic. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a spectacle. Cathartic. As it's in not Dynasty Warriors kind of cathartic or similar. Similar. Not that's extreme. Actually, that's an interesting comparison. Not because yeah. that is also about but spectacle. Still very but Dynasty like Warriors has no character. You know. Yeah, but that's like, why I never thought about it. Lubu's my There's dude. something really fun Show, Lubu. about like <laughs> going through your combo, fighting Not a bunch of how P is the man hitting, <laughs> hitting your triangle button, and then the pirate ship ride from Disney, yeah, rising up out of the ground, and you being on the pirate ship as it swings back and forth. Attacking with cannons that like shoot mm. water. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with games around spectacle. Like a lot of uh, Uncharted is based on spectacle, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like how much of how much of Uncharted might as well be an interactive ride, right? right? Yeah. Like, but this is is in a but, I mean, fun way. This, is, this is an interactive ride. I yeah. think we've gone full meta. So there is a, <laughs> the, there's a ride called the Blaze Blaster, which is oh, just God. like a train car where you have the gun in front of you. And oh you my gosh, Steve! Best attraction, Splash Run. Splash Run is fun. But every time the train comes up, love it. I haven't gotten the train yet. You didn't get it on Hercules? Oh, oh, it's contextual for it's bosses. It's contextual for a specific Okay, moments. I didn't okay, so But the train is so much fun. Yeah. You're just riding the mad like the what is it called? Um space so, uh, um, big, big bag yeah, Magic Mountain. Basically so you're big on bang the train mountain. and it's like a steam train and the attack is that out of the steam stack comes fireworks. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what does the attacking, but the yeah. train is like roller coastering around. Yeah. It's so like it's such just like <laughs> bright lights and you're just like this yeah. is amazing Splash Run, <laughs> Splash Run is great too because basically you get in a freaking water raft thing like from Disney yeah it's like a from the ride, like a and water then you, you follow you jump around in the thing and it creates a water trail and then after the time expires you go through the trail and it like go close up and you'll see like Sora they're like yay and then at the, so, at the last the one you made. and at the last one it Splash Run go boom and it's just like alright and you're like so they also have the, the mad teacups <laughs> yeah mad teacups so Mad teacups, you spin around and then you press circle and like you spin faster and do more damage. Yeah, and it's just sort of just going woo. Yeah, like, it's like it's just like everyone is just having a good time. You yeah. know what it is? I'm just I, imagining I, like a serious moment where like someone's life is on the line <laughs> and like a, d- just like be in the back of my mind watching Sora and just being like, you shouldn't be having this much fun, man. Like, focus. but he is. Focus. And I think is. focus. And I bro. think that's just what it is. And I think that's what makes it great is that Sora has fun. <laughs> yeah, like he's still he knows there's consequences. But at the same time, he's still like, this is great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that level of optimism that he has. I have to say, and I don't know if you felt this way, I really like Sora, Donald, and Goofy. I love they, they, I it, wish I know it's, I know, you know, I know, I know it seems weird, but like when you're coming back, especially after this long and them together, yeah. they have this rapport. Yeah. It's, it's strange, but they do. They do. They have this rapport and they, like Goofy says some things about Sora, Sora says some things about Goofy, Donald yeah. says, and you're just like, yeah, you're right. You guys have been together for like a while now. So what's your, really what's your, What's your, what's your, um, what's your, uh, putting in your head is called nostalgia. No, 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 it's really not. It's it's really really just like, they are best friends in every sense of the word and the idea. No, like, no, there's no, a no, call, the story there's a call, No, 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 there's a callback to math. No, 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 they are. There's a callback to, like, math or something, like, from the old games. It's like, remember, yeah. sir, you can't do math. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, they take shots at him, and you're they just do. like, mm. and oh, this shit. Thing where, like, even <clears throat> towards the end of the game, Daffy, wait, they're not, not Daffy. with you for Donald. a little bit. <laughs> and then when they do come back to you, you're just like, mm. yeah, now we're at full power. Like, <laughs> now we are... Here and we're gonna take on whatever we need to take on. Because yeah. Donald and Goofy, 
and so like and I love the way that everybody comes back and remembers them. And so it's always the same thing. You could turn it into a drinking game. Yeah. Whenever they say Sora, Donald, Donald Goofy, <laughs> every time. Wait, who says that? Every, anybody. Whenever, Sora, Donald, uh, they Goofy. Back, they met them before. It's always gotcha. in the same order, and it's always the same gotcha. way. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what people complained about with like the the voice acting and the writing. It's 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 very uh, and it's it's it's. Do it's, you remember when Sora sees um, Riku for the first time in Kingdom Hearts two? If you, it's the most homoerotic emotional <laughs> moment of the whole series I've Riku. seen. He drops to his knees and grabs Riku by the waist. I'm like, Riku, I missed you. And I really, like, I gotta, I gotta look back. Yeah, yeah. Gotta look but you gotta remember, back. this whole series started with Sora losing. His yeah, everyone Riku. disappearing off an island, and and yeah. it's always been that chase to no, no. reunite. He, he would even completely disregard the, the girl. And no, 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 Kyrie, no, 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 he never does. Because that was the crux of Kyrie was of Kingdom Kyrie's Hearts one. Kyrie's was the Kyrie one even thing. in Kingdom Hearts two? She yes. was, yeah. but okay. yeah, briefly. When he first, see, I need to Kyrie's, show you guys. A Kyrie clip. is the one thing yeah. that Sora has been chasing and yeah. never been able to get back. Yeah, like he's been able to reunite with Riku. Yeah, but then they have to go off and do their separate. Let's not forget there were also random Final Fantasy ten characters on the island that Sora doesn't yeah. seem to give a shit about. No, <laughs> well, oh, that's that's <laughs> another thing. They kind of they kind of removed like yeah. a lot. There no there's there's no Final Fantasy. Well, really. it's yeah. because of uh, no, there's one. The no, it's it, other than that, the non weebs of the world who play Kingdom Hearts don't give a shit about Square um, IP. I, I mean, it's it's Disney. Like it's it's really Disney. It's really Disney. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I, I mean, well, I remember this is the first modern Kingdom Hearts, so you know mm. there there's probably going to be DLC, and like I mm. I think um I, I think hope, there might be. I hope be. it does like a final mix kind of DLC, and they don't need to. I think they just add in. They can add in worlds. They I think they're gonna move on to Final Fantasy VII the remake. No, I, I feel like they're gonna add in worlds. Yeah, they're not gonna money on the table with that one. Yeah, and I, I, well, I, I think. Well, they've set up <coughs> for more games. They've yeah, and they've they've already announced there's gonna be DLC, and I think they have already teased some mm. things, which I won't even go forward here for spoilers. Well, I want reasons, you to finish the game first because if we're gonna talk about story stuff, like we could talk up to where I'll you finish it by next week. Yeah, yeah it'll definitely I, I be done by do next like week. I want to do like a full in depth like end of the story because the last. <laughs> Five or so hours, it really kicks off on only Kingdom Hearts story, mm. right? Like they drop little breadcrumbs here and there in the True Disney finale. World. So like yeah. Union Cross stuff. Yeah, but once you get to that end point, mm-hmm. like in those last five hours, it's like full on just Kingdom Hearts, just organization. You, you just can Zayn name Lord. this the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> cast today. Like, no, I, there was. I think a, a friend of ours was like, "Name all of Organization 13's nobodies, and then their real counterparts." I was like, "Yeah, I got like five people. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Yeah, it's it's like, oh god. But at the end of the day, I love the franchise. I love the game. Yeah, it's it's even it's good. with its, it's flaws. Fun. I love that's and that's love because I love it with its flaws. I like mm-hmm. it because I was a child when I started in it. But like, I do know it's. So sim- it's overly simple. It's too saccharine, but I appreciate it for what it is. But it's not as great as you know, as it's being heralded. Well, I mean, everyone has their own their own shtick. I think that there's nothing wrong with like nostalgia done a particular way. I'll give you an example. So I saw like there's a Carmen San Diego show on Netflix, and I was oh, about yeah. and I was about to watch yeah. it, and I was like. Fuck you! You do not own my childhood. I like. I literally like was Let about me, to hit play, and, and I gave up on it because so I was ga- like, the game show regardless Diego, of right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. game came out before the but game was, show. Regardless, I like the Fox show. Yeah, the, the game show was, was good. Original. But regardless, regardless of whether like 
uh, the show ends up being good if I ever actually get around to watching it's not. it. What I mean is that is literally harvesting our like nostalgia and our childhood without the to, to, to make something totally different and and, and, yeah. and whatnot. Like, but I don't think I don't Kingdom Hearts like was that. totally different. Well, and and yeah, it's, but but it's the same with, with with Kingdom Hearts. I think that that's like mm-hmm. a valid nostalgia trip. The same way that like I am enjoying Resident Evil two more because I remember the original. Yeah. Like there, there there's things that are going on in my head. That experience is different, and that difference is noteworthy. You and know what it is? It's, it's valuable. The, it's the same thing with I have the same issue I have with Smash Brothers. It's like it's the skins and people like. It's like if you put a stick figure in place of this character, are you gonna enjoy this game? That's but that's right. but I think that's a I think that's a false uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's true that you could technically strip <clears throat> any artifice and 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 aesthetic away from a game, and you might have no, no, not aesthetic. It's like um, characters that you have emotional ties to. Sure, yeah, but that's the same thing you're saying. That's like stripping that's, away the aesthetic. I mean, well, that's like a, saying, do you have a problem with any sequel? No, no, no. It's just like I, when your I whole think we're basis missing one, one, is on uh, that. facet about this. Also, these these recreates or these remakes. Well, those two things. Kingdom Hearts wasn't finished. This is the final thing. And also, these remakes are made by their creators. Or you know, like who for the Magic School Bus oh, and sure, Carmen sure. San Diego has anything to do with that was from the original series. You know, I feel like that is banking on nostalgia and like exploiting it in a sense. It's, this is These aren't. I like if, The if creators like, of Resident Evil are coming back to something that they made and refining it. Like if it. Nomura wasn't making the next Kingdom Hearts game... It, but it, I would even really say... Like I, I would say if it's square... It, it's sort of... Uh, as long the, as it's the publisher? And, yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. or like because at least people, yeah. I don't know. Like, the whole, I don't the whole I, series was created based off of nostalgia. I, I, I just, I disagree though. I don't think it matters that it's this, that's, it's the original creator. Okay, so think about Twin Peaks. Think no, about a saying, twin, I'm a not world of that Twin Peaks practice, without. I I'm not what saying that in practice is. it doesn't like, matter. It like, does. Like, it does matter. Like, like there's a better chance that they'll make something good. I just yeah. mean that I don't categorically dismiss something because it's just like was it made by the original Absolutely, creator? No. Okay, then fuck off. No, I'm not going to do that. Like Blade Runner. No, he, but I think you can. Sure. I think you so, can get some earnestness from like this is this person's baby. It's not. I'm not yes. going to bank That's on why your it affects nostalgia. the probabilities, but it doesn't affect like it's not. A, it's not a categorical dismissal of a thing. That's why I said for Nomura because Kingdom Hearts is his brainchild, right? Yeah. The story of Kingdom Hearts lives in his. His head, sure. yes, right. No one else could be able to write this story. I mean, they probably could. I mean, you can, Steve. Right Come now. on. <laughs> at the same time, like that's what happens in Kingdom Hearts. Look, I vomited. There's the Kingdom Hearts story. <laughs> yeah. So, get, yeah. So just don't let me rain on the Kingdom Hearts parade. A, I have not played through yet, but me and also A, I'm Edge Lord. But, um, <laughs> but it's just like I always. I've had these moments with myself. I'm like, oh, I love this. And it's just like this um, whenever I'm like watching old cartoon shows from my childhood. And I'm like, do I really enjoy this or am I sure, enjoying sure. Some things don't visuals? necessarily hold up. Yeah. So, but, but what I think is interesting about what I think you, what, what I was hearing anyway, I'm yeah. not sure if you were getting at this, but if you, if you strip away like the nostalgia and stuff, there is a, there is a, a valuable question to be answered of how, how does this gameplay work? Does it hold up? But I don't think it's fair to say that just because you remove the spectacle and you remove the aesthetic that like the game is worse like no that it's totally valid to go this game oh, no, it's not is that it's mostly worse. spectacle it's, for me it's more is about mostly is it blinding you with from what the game actually is <laughs> but that's so subjective no it's yeah because, because no, I mean you can be reductive how far can you reduce that things I thought <laughs> the game has a lot of flaws 
Sure. But that doesn't take away my love for the game. Mm-hmm. I understand mm-hmm. that if they peeled all that away, I would say it was a bad game. Sure. But because it, I love the franchise and it's such a, something that's close to my heart, Holy mm-hmm. shit. I genuinely love what? Um, when I was younger, I used to work at a drug clinic and someone literally expressed his love for heroin in the exact same way that she just, <laughs> just did. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, that was so fucking weird, man. Like, oh, but this, this is, I think we just got the title of our, of our this week's yeah, podcast. This, is, this yeah. is the franchise. Heroin Hearts. This is the franchise that, that I first fell in love with in video games when I was really getting into games. Mm. So that's why it holds such a special place in my heart. Mm. It's not like destiny where i'm like but that's a blinding factor but, but i just got out i just if you stripped all that away yeah, yeah. i would say it's a solid six out of ten seven out of ten game and it's also that's and it's big, also like blinding is a tricky word there mm-hmm. so if if like I, i'm the, i'm someone who i don't give a crap what my opinion of the game is if yeah. someone is enjoying what they're doing i'm not going to yeah. take that away from them as long as it's genuine yeah, yeah like as long as they're not just being a fanboy in bad faith or something like that so like blinding is a is a, is a weird word like i'm accepting you, the fact that there are flaws yeah if you there give him flaws. if you give him valid critiques right mm-hmm. like i i've seen people have valid critiques of horizon and and I'll be just be like, those are true, and I and I think well, it's interesting you. to reflect on. Yeah. Well, no, not fuck <laughs> you. It's interesting to reflect on why didn't they bother me? Yeah. And and the actual answer to that is usually because there are other things that I value more that overwhelm that, and that's totally subjective. Mm. Like I am the first one to admit that a huge part of the reason why Horizon works for me is that is a very specific kind of story that I love. Like I love post-apocalypse. I love let's rebuild society. I love like. Uh, information, it, like loss of information as tragedy, like that kind of thing. <coughs> it just totally plays to me. That's why I can ignore the fact that the first few hours oh, might next be a week I'll be talking about like that, that game. Oh, sweet. Nice. Anyways. Yes. Let's so, move on to, anthem, on to demo, uh, the anthem demo. Jerry and Steve. Uh, so, Did you do everything? No. Um, so I did everything. I did the yeah. three missions yeah. and the stronghold. And I dabbled in the open world. I didn't get any open like world events mm-hmm. like the free play little, mode yeah. yeah i never got i did i did the free play mode and they were destiny ish <laughs> like you're walking through and there'd be a freelancer like hey freelancer give me yeah. a hand and then they'd say either protect something or save something or kill these enemies while they're doing something it was like that and then you uh, inhabit the world so with three other people it does something well and it does the co-op play well absolutely in the way that destiny we does. had a four-man co-op um yeah and, and it feels good yeah yeah, yeah. but i will have a hard time playing by myself that's yeah. so that's the thing it's like it's one of those games where it's excuse for why it is it's, no it's it's meant to be played with your friends yeah. everything is fun playing with your friends right but guess what it's a the, crutch the, exactly the, the story presentation is so half-hearted yeah. like there's like the most character I saw in that story was the guy that got split into three yeah and, and that was so cheap I, and it was I, I, still like it was the most character because no one else had character. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to hear more about your your criticism on the story because uh, you guys talked about Anthem before, and I pointed out towards the end of you guys talking about it that you said almost nothing about the story. Well, and like, I, I do here think for that, so I don't know what was said. Yeah, you know, so uh, it's a well, beta. Me, I can me, only say so much about the story. Yeah, it's, it's the beta, so I can only say so much about sure, it. Sure, sure. But for but me, they're still putting this out there as an yeah. indication of what the game's going to be, right? For, for yeah. me, how I looked at it as like they. Their focus wasn't the story. Their focus yeah. was to catch destiny. I think I had, might, might have Destiny. said that. And you know what? Yeah. 
it does a good job. It's very tight gameplay. I think it's better than Destiny. I think so too. Yeah. I think the gameplay is really tight it's and it works really fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> At least I enjoy it more than I enjoy the Destiny. Yeah. I'll say that. Could you, I, it could works you, really well. Could you explain what it is that you prefer? About it, the gameplay? The tightness. I like the third person. The visuals aspect. are phenomenal. The visuals are amazing. Holy shit. The visuals yeah. themselves. Yeah. Just the, the characters using abilities and what it looks, it looks fantastic. It doesn't look like campy space magic. <laughs> it looks yes. good. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. Uh, but it does look good. And then you have the diversity of the different uh, javelins. Yeah, the right? environments are fucking... Because yeah. I went back now. If you go to the demo now, they give you unlock to- tokens to try the rest of the javelins. Nice. So I tried when I when we were first playing. I unlocked the interceptor. The interceptor. interceptor. Yeah. Because I had no intention of playing that class. So uh-huh. I was like, Let me unlock one in the demo that I'm not going to play. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. I was just like, oh, this is actually really fun. Yeah. One that the one I thought I was going to have the least fun with, I actually ended up having a lot of fun with. And now the one that I had like in, in originally intended to play, I unlocked yesterday, and I was just like. No, the other one was more fun. Yeah. You know? Well, you know me. I love the storm. And the yeah. storm is everything that I wanted it to be. I actually really enjoyed gameplay with that. Yeah. Just <laughs> and the... So, so, remember we were having a discussion a few months back about how the story plays out in the sort of anthem first-person play area? Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the story area or whatever it is? Yeah. Sure. So, it looks like there's no way to stop the outside chat. So, you're going to have to go through that. Yeah. By muting your friends. Yeah. Uh, mostly. <coughs> And that that just popped into my head because I was like, oh, I was trying to follow along the story, but we had the party chat going, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Well, th- uh, let's also say like the way we don't know the way they're going to handle grouping. Like, remember Destiny, everyone's cutscene played at the same time, so everyone could be quiet. Well, yeah, but if you're in the same spot, yeah. But if someone mm-hmm. comes in from ahead of the story to help me out, mm-hmm. are they going to yeah. get that? play through again but no but I'm even saying it's even it might be even worse because it seems like the only time that you are in co-op mode is just going out to, it's more like war like warframe where yeah. you go you set up your missions from your javelin hub so like everything that you do the, in this the, space the is just yeah. Look like it's a shared it's, space at all. Yeah, it's just menus. It's just it separates you, everyone. It's just, just menus, you in yeah. your own little lobby, <clears throat> going to talk to whoever you need to talk to. Yeah. it's not like Destiny where you come into the social space. Yeah, or better yet, everybody's there. With or everything star. is instant. Yes. like yeah, like yeah. I was hoping it would have been like a hub, like Fantasy Star. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. it'd be like a social space where everyone's in there at the same yeah. time doing what they need to do. Uh, but it looks like it's sort of separate, and now it's just like this and this. Yeah. Here's where you're playing the game. Here's where you're supposed to just be doing story bits. And also, it's just like there's so much loading in this, in this beta. That, anyway, yeah. that was a so problem, much loading. I, from the last couple of times I played yesterday, yeah. there was no loading issues. No, no, I I'm, not, I'm not talking about the loading issues in, per se. I, I'm like, you know, it's a beta. I'm, a, I'm gonna let that pass. Um, it's just like. Like I thought it was gonna be like a seamless open world type of scenario. Oh, you mean inside in game loading? Into, like I find like the only time that you load was when you're going into like the cave. in caves, caves and stuff. Yeah. Instances, yeah. I guess I was expecting area. it more like Monster Hunter Worlds, uh, which I get what you're saying. Yeah. But those, but those environments are I don't think are as big as the Anthem yeah, environments. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, but and, the and they like, don't look a big environment right out yeah. the gate. But the thing and is, it's like, a very detailed. It's detailed, but not a lot, lot of verticality of than Monster Hunter. Yeah. Super, like, it's yeah. probably the most vertical game I've ever seen. Yeah. But, but like that being said, I look <laughs> forward to this game strictly for the multiplayer fun, you know, missions and stuff. I, I, so we're giving up on single player. <laughs> no, but I not feel like si- no, but it's, also it's not. A, if you like single player, yeah. this is not a game for you. Well, uh, and, and also, in particular, we're giving up on story. That's yeah. that's the one I actually care about. The other conversation we were having is that. 
Um, people, Bioware has to win people back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? With it's what the, they're doing. Yep. Or they're because dead. Because Andromeda was such massive failure. No, no. Yeah. Go before that. Dragon Age was a... F- like, I didn't play it. Uh, okay. Inquisition? Inquisition was... No, that sold well. That sold oh, well, it sold well? I didn't, cool. I didn't like it. It was cheesy as hell. I, I just like, never liked uh, Dragon Age you know, games because I have a problem with high fantasy. Inquisition was yeah. their last good game. It but was good. Andromeda being the massive <laughs> flop that it was, yeah. Bioware has to work really hard to win people back over. So they're going to be safe so about some so things. They, they're probably going to take safe story routes because yeah. to win people back with story is going to be tough for them. You know, that's the thing I'm having like a lot of issues with. Like, it's gonna be the main topic of my Tomb Raider thing. It's just like, man, it's hard to not come off like a Sony fanboy, right? Because like they put so much emphasis and in, in their cinematography, their storytelling, mm. and character development, and such and such. And these third, third um, party game studios, it's just like, hey, get the programmer to create a story for us. <laughs> and it's just like so, it's beyond, it's below mediocre. It's just bad. But they, hey, we have this like formula, you know, that makes you chase the carrot. You know, you're chasing this number, you're chasing these pieces of armor to keep you coming back. And it's just like, mm. I want a little and bit more. The reason I'm going to focus solely on playing with my friends is yeah. because the gameplay is really well done. Yeah. If you liked Mass Effect multiplayer, <coughs> you'll love this. Yeah, the mechanics nice. are there. It's very, very similar in its yeah. mechanics. Mass Effect but, multiplayer and was it's fun. But it feels shit. good. Yeah. But and it, it feels, feels good. very good. Yeah, I remember playing. It's not as stiff. I remember yeah. playing Mass the Mass Effect, like, uh, multiplayer after like completing the the single player yeah. and just being like eh, let me dick around with this and then it became me and my friend's main game for a while yeah. that's the thing it's like so I'm still I, in the top 5% on Mass Effect 3 multiplayer that's weird. Uh, for <laughs> N7 ranks that's weird so like I when I played with um, Mikey and um, Gene and Ernie and some <laughs> other people who I don't know um, Anthem I was like okay this is gonna be my friend's game but then I see the beta for the Division coming up and I was like that looks actually kind of interesting. I mm. think the division is gonna do better, and I think the problem they're both gonna have is the same problem that everyone else has: Pretension. lack of endgame content. Yeah, because uh, they just lifted the embargo on. They both know that, though. They both know. Both yeah. studios know that. They both they've lifted the embargo. Anthem. Um, they've de- lifted the embargo on the endgame content, and there's not a lot there. There oh, I thought three, I saw a news story on that. There are three of those strongholds at varying yeah. levels. So the strongholds act as strikes similar to Destiny, mm. right? But there's no endgame raid that we're aware of. Yet. I'm going to say something a little bit inflammatory. I don't think either of those games have a problem with their endgame. And here's why. People are going to buy them for $60. In terms of how much time they're going to spend on them, they're going to get their $60 worth. And then people are going to bitch but no one, as far as the publishers will go, will give a shit because you've paid it already. So it's the only so thing. Wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let me get this and, one. And, let me get and this everyone one. does want to be the one to yeah. successfully pull off a live service where they're actually consistently right. getting money yeah. from their user or whatever. But for now, they like, like, sure. Like, I hear what you're saying. I don't think they give that much of a shit. I think you and I were we're on more of a single player kind of realm, mostly. But the thing is, for these, they're not. They're offering a world to live in. They want you an ecosystem. They want you to stay there so you can talk to your friends about it, so that your friends can buy it and they want to be involved in it. I think they sort evolving. of want to do that. Yeah, I, think, I think that they are claiming to want to do that because that sounds attractive behind, as see, hell yeah. to consumers. But and if doing someone it. actually pulls it off in a way that feels satisfying, they're gonna be and, rolling in and the money. Remember, and remember, but yeah. I don't think that they're terribly concerned with actually solving that really hard problem. Oh, no. It's just extra this money. Is, it's extra money. This is rel- 
relatively yeah. conservative. So I only at this say point. that in the sense of because Destiny, that's what kept <clears throat> Destiny going so long is its end game content, right? Yep. <laughs> Once you get through that story, you have this end game content, especially the raids. The raids, I think, were the most groundbreaking thing in Destiny with the way they changed gameplay mechanics and actually required you to be on a team. Mm-hmm. As opposed to other games like the, like Division and I'm glad how I feel that. Anthem, because they just threw you into very hard enemies that were essentially bullet sponges, and that's sure. how they ramped up difficulty. They didn't have yeah. mechanics yeah. associated with how to beat the boss. But, yeah. but the Division, I think, I could be wrong, I could be mistaken for um, another game, but the Division 2 specifically, they're basically, you know how in Call of Duty when you... Uh, prestige in the division it's not about prestiging it's more about you get a new um branch in the web of um attributes and that's how division two is going to work yeah i i don't know because i didn't really read much about the end game there (laughs) but i know that division didn't really have raids and what it did have i I fell off the division i didn't like it sounds like like the incursion i remember the first time i did it sucked yeah because it was just like one of the strikes just on higher more health enemies. Just yeah. They had more health. Yeah. It's it a cheap way to yeah. artificially... It wasn't yeah. like, oh, you do this and I'll do this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you get to the boss and whatever. But that's the thing. I love, like, failed studios, when they give a second go, they tend to do... They know how yeah. they fuck up. So, so I think that... Because if you look at the division itself, yeah. when it first launched, it had great, like, progression up to the end game. And when you got to the end game, there was nothing to do. And then as they built that over the next year, it got way better. They added a whole bunch of stuff that made it better and more and gave it longevity mm. to the end game. Mm. Whereas Destiny's <clears throat> final, I think focused on that more than anything else. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. You know? So I think if okay. you want people to stay in the world, you just you need to make sure you have end game content. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Speaking of worlds. <laughs> Jerry, you got one more game to talk about. Oh, no, like, I guess I kind of like hinted at okay, it. Okay, so <laughs> leave the segues to me. That was an intentionally bad segue. We had amazing segues last week, by the way. Amazing segues. What have you done for me today? I'm just talking about me and Zavi and Stacey. So this is going to be... Zavi is banned from segues. No, I'm not. <laughs> you absolutely are. Um, if you ever want a clean opening slate, let the man talk about Shadow of the If you ever want a clean opening slate, you're banned from segways. No, nah, I give up on that. <laughs> just, no, just like it's kind of like um, I, I've played. You know the prior games. I I, I think I own every single what one of them. What are you talking about? Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Lara Croft. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. Um, I didn't buy this. I was just playing it with one of my coworkers, and I asked him. It was like. You remember how mediocre the other game was. You remember the reviews. You remember how you felt about it. Why did you spend $60 on this as we were playing? And I was just like, okay, the story is very, it's kind of like 90s bad. Something about it is very 90s bad. And, you know, the gameplay, it's like a slightly tweaked, evolved version of the, there's like camo systems and shit like that. Um, or should I say dirt? Yeah, yeah, mud, yeah mud, Laura mud, could yeah. like yeah. hide yeah. in a, uh, oh, cool. a, a vine wall, or she can put mud on herself yeah. to mm-hmm. camel. And you know, he was showing me a predator. Yeah, yeah. basically, oh, yeah. And, and it was just like, like and it just doesn't feel appropriate to the character. And it's just like, is this like so many dissonance, like cognitive dissonance going on? And it's just like this whole like arrow, like for, forcing certain like. You're forcing certain. Um, how do I say it? Uh, just handicaps. For like narrative reasons that make no sense. Oh, you mean basically like yeah, when the enemies are using bows this. and you can't use your guns? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that I thought was really weird. And it was just like 
this game did not it doesn't seem like it belongs in 2019 and it, and i sometimes i feel like i'm just freaking spoiled by playing these games by like well it's interesting you call the previous ones mediocre i feel differently i actually think that they well huh, maybe it's more about the gameplay for me but mm. I do enjoy the Tomb Raider remake games more than Uncharted, mm. for example. Um, you know what's very interesting? I feel like Uncharted has what Tomb Raider doesn't have, and I feel like Tomb Raider has what Uncharted doesn't have. Yeah, I, I think that's very accurate. I would agree with that. It's because, so weird. Because the way I would they put it is They need to split the difference. A little bit, yeah. Be better games. Uh, Tomb Raider, I think, has, has <coughs> better gameplay where it actually feels like I'm having an interesting dynamic encounter, whereas a lot of what goes on in Uncharted feels Narrative. very linear and just kind of like, okay, Well, it's not, near, it's, it's not linear anymore. It's kind of widened a bit. I didn't play uh, Uncharted 4. I played The Lost Legacy. Okay. So I kind of know what you're talking about, where like, yeah. they did have that one chapter in Lost Legacy like, that was open very open. Ca- it's very like Last of Us-ish. But I actually think that while that might be a step in the right direction, I still think it's pretty surface level. Like, mm. you, yeah, sure, there's a big open thing, but it just means you have to go to a specific place to have the linear challenge presented to you. You can bypass the challenges now. Like, a lot of the, like, okay. you know, like, the rooms of bad guys, you can, like, stealth through okay. past it. So maybe like four that. is worth me yeah. going back to one day. But yeah. um, but the, the thing about, like, I always treat it Uncharted as, like, pretty much just... <laughs> Wild movie it's, with it's, some interactivity type yeah, stuff. Exactly. Tomb Raider versus versus Tomb Raider. I feel like they they tried to go for a bit of a darker tone, but the, a lot of the mysticism and shit like fucks up the writing. Yeah. And but but meanwhile, the gameplay actually feels like little playgrounds. It's, it's fun and, and nice and open world, like to explore, to be like, ooh, I missed this one dungeon or, or yeah. whatever. To yeah, the artifact it's just or whatever. so strange to hear like like her talking about. <clears throat> I'm a good person. Watch me slaughter X, Y, and Z. Oh, li- listen to my death curdle. Like, you know, it's just so, it's just like, they should have put a different character. It should have been a new IP, I they, think. They for- dropped the ball as far as, like, trying to, it, we, we talked about this before. Yeah. Like, you could, you can have that, you can live with that cognitive dissonance to some extent, except the problem is that Shadow is explicitly starts, at least, by attempting or, or pretending, let's say, yeah. to yeah. actually address that. Like, the, the, the setup of the story to some extent is like, oh, Lara has to recognize that she's not a unambiguous hero. Yeah. But then they don't really follow through on it. I, I miss unfortunate. The, yeah. I miss 90s badass, um, you know, silent protagonist um, <laughs> hero? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't, like, I don't, I, 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 and I think the criticism said to Zabi most Freeman? of the time is just that hmm? they <laughs> want to. Freeman? <laughs> Freeman. From Half Life. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, protagonist. They, they want to start this like conversation about, you know, Lara and what she does, but then the gameplay doesn't. It's still a AAA the, yeah, it doesn't sort of mirror that. So it's like, that. oh, I shouldn't be taking stuff. And it's then Nico you Bellic take stuff. And like, and like I said, I don't, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. It's, it's a video game to me at the end of the day. I don't care. But my problem is that. You guys started this. You had press conferences. You had showcases, and you're marketing. You add. Yeah. It's kind of like the Far Cry thing, where yeah. people are like, "Oh, we're gonna do this, all this stuff," and, and then they, they had completely pre- and they just completely and they, went yeah. one eight. Oh no, yeah. the game isn't about this. We like, never said that. We, we just, yeah, you yeah, did. That that you're bullshit. on tape. You're on camera. There's yeah. tons of news stories. So the problem, the problem was was never with the game itself. It was with the creators. It's like if you mm-hmm. wanted to say that. 
Why it's, didn't you follow? It's through? almost like they're being progressive baiting <clears throat> in a certain sense. Like they they know that there are conversations in the gaming industry, and that there are gamers themselves who are interested in having <laughs> less violent games and or, or games that are more critical of their violence and more uh, intellectual about that stuff. stuff yeah. yeah, and so like they might have an advertising but then they campaign just made that the focuses same game. on that, but then the gameplay just doesn't speak to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the they, very first Tomb Raider in the remakes uh, trilogy has the same exact problem where they they do a decent job with her first kill of making it feel like kind of impactful. The deer, right? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I mean the first kill oh, of a human. person. Okay. Where, where like... Even the deer, too. Dude, and the deer, too, yeah. Like, deer. where she, she, like she feels out of her element. She feels weird about it. And in particular, when, like, she kills the dude, like, it's because he really, like, put her in an uncomfortable spot and yeah. she's just, like, very okay. self defense yeah. And then maybe ten minutes later, it's like, alright, here's your first combat encounter. Go kill seven more dudes. And it's like... Oh, but it's not, okay. it's not only that. It's the fucking animation. The kill animations of that she performs. It's like you are not new to this. It's just like well, well by the time Shadow, game, she isn't yeah. new. No, to by this. the time by the time Shadow comes around, I do think that that the both the the actress and the animations and everything. No, I'm talking does. about the first game. I'm just talking about the first game. Maybe like, so. Yeah, like she's hiding behind something and then just like it's. Because because at the end of the day, you yeah. it would take a serious rethinking of the gameplay yeah. to be like, okay, you got the drop on someone and you press the button that you as a gamer are used to being the this person dies now, yeah. right? But how do you how do you actually like combine that with someone who's inexperienced and like fucks it up or or it's more complicated than just getting the drop on someone? I'd like to see someone tap that. We have. But I don't know. Look at how um, in The Last of Us, Ellie became who she is. Uh, like but you, you don't but you don't control yes, Ellie. Yes, you do. Well, you do eventually, you do. but by that point, she already has some experience. Exactly. It's yeah. like you, okay, you, okay. Like, um, there's but, but that's but that's kind of sidestepping the problem, right? You play as the guy who arguably has the experience yeah. until you play as her. Metal yeah. Gear Solid Two. Remember, you you start off with the the main guy, and then you bait, you don't bait and switch, but like you you create a oh, no, narrative. That was definitely bait and switch. Yeah. The advertising had yeah, Solid yeah, Snake yeah, in yeah, the yeah, tanker, yeah. Like, but like that was intentional. You, you create a narrative where it makes sense, right? But, but also, also, you're talking about two skilled operatives again, right? Right. No, that's so, that's my point. That's my point. It's just like okay. The way I saw how, or at least how I thought this reboot of Tomb Raider was going to happen was like she was going to be with her father and she was going to play backseat for three stages and then you take, you, then you take mm, control. I could see that being. It, it makes uh, more sense way this way. Yeah. Um, just like with Ellie and yeah. Joel, like yeah. you know, like if Ellie, Ellie's <coughs> probably now the main character of the story, like you mm-hmm. know, and it made sense. A transition needs to happen. I, but but in the same sense, Zavi's point still stands. It's still she a had episode. she had. Unlike Tomb Raider, where you were Lara, they yeah. didn't create anim- they didn't effectively create animations to sort of reflect her experience. It was all in cutscenes. I think you got to go further though. It can't just be like the animation do- looks like she's being sloppier about it. I would I would like to see a gameplay game. ram- ramifications. I would li- yeah, I would like to see a game that has that has actual gameplay where it's like okay, you got the drop on someone, but you're still inexperienced. It. And I don't know, like one thing you could do is is introduce more complicated QTE type shit for like any kind of that style tilt down. So it's like yeah, this is fucking messy. But otherwise, I'm not sure how you do it. Well, well, they do, Zavi, in a sense, but it's also masked in gameplay. So remember, like, you can say, and this is, it's not specifically to the tree, but like, you know, you can stealth kill one person. Oh, you can only stealth kill them. Like, this is not specific to Lara Croft, but it is like, okay, if you stealth kill someone, you have to stealth kill them with the arrow. If you stealth kill them with something else, it won't stealth kill them. Other people will hear. As you become more adept, oh, now you can stealth kill with whatever. But it's inorganic. It's not like... 
it happens. Actually, no, I will say there in the specific ones, I think you would kill certain enemies and she would like take a gun and mismatch her like all that. And then something will pop up and say, oh, you can do this now. So they actually, mm. they actually were, they were uneven about it. Yeah. But I would say it's still unor- inorganic in the sense that That's exactly it's still it. like yeah. a skill tree. And it's just like, yeah. well, why don't you right, just right. show this in? And they do that for half of the skills. Show it through the story and the to, gameplay. To some extent, you just, if you're going to try to tell a story about someone who's not a skilled operative... Yet you're gonna use traditional action gameplay, gameplay, then it's not gonna work. There's gonna be a huge cognitive dissonance. I think that's a huge takeaway. And that's my main issue with third parties in general. (laughs) This is like, like I don't like to put Sony against them because Sony is in a very favorable position where they get to create their game for 18 years if they want to and come out with the best thing (laughs) in the world, right? But like, I'm so sick of like these like video game stories. It's like half-assed. like Hitman, so much potential in that, so much potential in mm. the story, but they don't go anywhere interesting or anything like that. And it's the same thing with Tomb Raider, but I do know yeah. like writing as a second class citizen yeah. in gaming. And, it and I, I really dislike that. Ugh. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we can move on to some news. Yeah. Nap time. Nap time for Steve is over. No. <laughs> <laughs> or just beginning. Or just beginning. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. So Metroid 4. Metroid 4 is... is it's coming out next week. Yeah. yeah. Next week. More Metroid like Prime in, 4, in right? two years. Uh, yeah, I think they're calling in it the Metroid Prime, Prime 4. Mm-hmm. So in, in an unprecedented move by Nintendo... Metroid Prime game didn't do well? Yes. Wait, what? Uh, the, the oh, the Federation co-op. Force. That yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that was For the thing. 3DS. <laughs> yeah. and the, the Chibi Metroids. Chibi yeah. Metroid, yeah. <laughs> that, everyone was so pissed during that. Ugh, I remember that day. Yeah. Right. Just Here's like the new Metroid game. This isn't what we wanted. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just like Mikey was saying in an unprecedented move, Nintendo shamed a company. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no, they didn't, they didn't shame a company. <laughs> no, they actually they came out with a video. This on is not to our standards. Yeah, and, and they basically said, hello, how, you know, how, I know you guys have been waiting for Metro Point 4 Get but good. what what is has been shown has just not been to our standards Which and we're going to redo. I wish I, I feel like Nintendo is acting like people have been telling companies to act forever. Yeah. Just be honest. Don't bullshit. Because yeah, we, we get it. A, we, all, we all work. We're all in corporate America. Yes. Sometimes things don't happen. It's not going to work. Okay, but guys, the thing great. is, like, but but they have the answer to shit. But the yes, thing is, no, no. There's a big, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a bias because remember when Microsoft did the same thing with a very specific Japanese developer? The community wasn't very happy with that. Which one was that? Dra- it was a Dragon game. Um, uh, like. Three years ago, um, Microsoft was heralding this like this game. Blue Dragon? No, not Blue no, Dragon. Oh, I know the Platinum Games one. Yeah, oh. and people were, didn't give them the same kind of like good job, Microsoft. No, yeah, well, we no, agree no, with you. no, no. That cancel. game is canceled. Yeah, it's a straight cancel. That's right, a probably. different situation, yeah. Jerry. Well, it's not. It's not entirely different, but yeah, I, it is. It, the game is not canceled; it's just being redone. Well, what, we'll never get or see that game. What makes you think we'll like? Don't don't be one hundred percent confident that not, we'll get a Metro Prime Four. Retro has made three. Competent. I mean, Metroid, Metroid Prime is one of the Retro most has had canceled games too. Isn't okay, this, but <laughs> let, but this is their baby. <laughs> isn't this what happened with Final Fantasy Thirteen Versus? Yeah, Thirteen Versus got canceled and came back as Fifteen. No, um, it, they yeah. didn't start on it when they said they started on it. They were basically lying. Um, what was like ultimately what came out is like. Just like with um, Final Fantasy um, VII and even Kingdom Hearts, they said that they were working on it way before they were actually working on it. 
So okay. like, well, but looking at the trailer, it looks like they. Had yeah, I mean, right, from I'm with Steve. Thirteen versus morphed into fifteen because when you look at Noctis is there. Noctis is there, and he has the sword. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same way. Yeah, they turn like yeah. a lot of it is fundamentally yeah. the core is yeah. there yeah. So what happened is that they that they had that fabula nouveau crystallis saga yeah. that was supposed to be a part of it all of that kind like of fell away it. square enix away. can't do anything normal Basically. they can't do anything simplistically Basically. that's what that is and i also but, think the um the the what is it when it's the general perception what do you call that again Zeitgeist? Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, I think um, the Zeitgeist or the general per- um, perception of Final Fantasy Thirteen, which was negative, yeah. they were like, eh, maybe yeah, we should, like, yeah. yeah, separate myself. But in any case, it's uh, it's good and it's interesting <laughs> that Nintendo is being just upfront about yeah. scrapping yeah, this game and, saying, and hey, putting it again. Up front to yeah. the fans. Yeah. Like, and right. then people digging, ooh, uh, uh, Asset Namco Vandai has been laid off. Oh, we found that the funding isn't there. What's happening? Yeah. Ooh, oh, but that Retro, part is fun, though. Who doesn't love Nintendo that? We saw a company go to Retro Studios. Does it mean that Metro... And it's just like, all right, we can stop all the cloak and dagger. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo said, but we're giving it back to Retro. fun. It's, it's actually not <laughs> anymore. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's like, we know Metroid Prime, Prime 4 is coming. It's going to take a little bit longer, yeah. and we know that it's in good hands. It's like how, We can um, move on to other news. Blizzard had Titan, right? <laughs> oh, they had right, Project right, Titan right, that they yeah. were working on. They scrapped it, and then we got Overwatch from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's it's a good thing historically speaking. Yeah, just like when Sony was like, uh, "We're killing Sony Santa Monica's um, game," and then what came after that was the new God of War, which is yeah. I guess all studios have it, but I commend Nintendo for because like they know people are waiting for this game, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure, and that's what's commendable. Just yeah. be, be, it's just like what EA is doing with their star. Oh no, wait, that's totally different. EA is terrible. <laughs> yeah, what with what <laughs> expanding their gra- canceling great like, like so many sticks. They have, games. Uh, they have until they don't give a shit about yeah. that. Since. Yeah, no, I'm, and then and then also and then also I think you can tell that everyone was looking forward to thirteen 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 thirteen. Oh god, I, I disagree with you that they don't care about the license. They absolutely care. They don't care about the sanct the sanctity of gaming. Like it's a gam. They they are. A I feel like we're speaking about. No I feel like about <laughs> I feel like we're speaking about things that we we no, don't I, know. I genuinely <laughs> don't. No, I genuinely don't think EA gives a shit about the license. They've canceled a couple games. I don't think they're putting actual like, like meaningful weight behind we're, it. We're missing but one. It's factor. pretty straightforward. No, it's pretty forward they are trying to focus on their own own games because they get better profit margin no like they even said it like when when he canceled amy henning's star wars game it was because it wasn't like a modern you couldn't capitalize it in a loot box manner there's some ridiculously gross quotes she was talking about like oh the story's gonna be this and the executive basically goes like uh fifa ultimate team makes like three billion dollars a year what's your version of that yeah that there's there's that and there's a couple other quotes it's the part where you sell a lot of copies and also it's a no no it's a lot it's of a license brand. We also have to remember it's a licensed brand from one of the strictest companies in our country. That's true. Oh, so, but Disney also doesn't give a shit about yeah, the video yeah, game yeah. wing of, of Star Actually, Wars. Actually, speaking of, if you once you load up Kingdom Hearts 3, there's a little thing that says, before you stream, and you press triangle, yep. and, and it basically rules. says... Disney's pretty harsh on streaming stuff. Really? Like, yeah. You can boil it down to a Disney. It's just like, think before you stream this game because, like, Disney can be iffy. <laughs> this, is, this is what I'm saying. That's I think we're speaking of, of things that th- we don't that know. That kind of reminiscent because that when kind you of talk about, harkens to Marvel versus Capcom 3. Yeah, like, and even yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. Ooh. And they said, we have wanted to do all this stuff to... Mo- Remember when they got panned for Star Wars? They came out and they said, hey... 
they weren't, but they weren't honest. I guess they were tired of what they could say. They said, "Hey, mm-hmm. we wanted to do all this other stuff to monetize in different ways." Yeah. But Disney was like, "No, yeah, a stormtrooper needs the... to be a stormtrooper. You can't have a pink stormtrooper. Yeah, exactly. We are, you know, we want the sanctity of this brand to stay this way." Which, if you're a company that needs to make money, then. I don't think EA made the right decision, but again, we're speaking of things of like, we don't know how strict they're a publicly traded company. That's, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Yeah. Ultimately it is their, it is their responsibility and they're not doing it right. Speaking of dick companies, (laughs) Coke Media. (laughs) Okay. Oh man. When you, when you opened up the article for this and you were reading (laughs) it and then I was like not really paying attention and then I heard Coke Media, I was like. We finally get yeah, the bitch about the Koch brothers. That sounds about right for them. Obviously, the Koch brothers personally decreed to... No, I'm kidding. But uh, one of the companies that they that they have their name on, uh, Koch Media, is the owner of Deep Silver... THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic, THQ Nordic slash Deep Silver. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All I know is THQ, THQ Nordic, Nordic put out the tweet. Yeah. So, and so they, they were the ones the that were like, Coke Media told us to do this. And so the situation is with regard to Metro Exodus, the third game in the, in the Metro which trilogy, to, which Metro I've never is... played, but I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah, you would love good. it. It looks good. It's your game. It's a zombie game. It's a zombie game. Is it going to go back to the first one? Yes. It's a zombie game. one of the most atmospheric games I've ever encountered. The fucking goggles. Yeah. It immerses you I'm surprised you haven't played Metro. I have not. Oh, my God. Play the Redux. But I'll say this. I know that we're going towards the Koch Brothers direction, like, it's really actually epic. It's <laughs> well, really actually epic. Hold on, epic. Because this is not the first company benefits. that did this. Epic benefits. No, no. But THQ it was started un- with epic. Because this is not the first company that this is not the first game. That's oh, I'm sure they're courting a now. Coke Brothers sure apologist <laughs> would say that. But hold on, let's get the actual details out there. So Metro Exodus <laughs> had pre-orders on Steam. Yeah, they will be uh, they will be fulfilled. However, the when the game actually releases, uh, it's going to be exclusive to next the Epic week, Game Store. By the way, releasing next yeah. week. Yeah, so any future sales are only going to be through the Epic Games. Yeah, for so a you year. Can't, you can't pre-order anymore, and so for for a year, and that's. Probably undoubtedly because of the difference in the margins, the cuts that people take. Steam takes 30%. Uh, Epic takes Epic 12. Takes 12. So apparently the, the interesting bit is that like THQ has tweets where they explicitly say, this was Coke Media's decision. Yeah. We wanted this game to be available on right. all the platforms. Like They basically would prefer to sell this on Steam and reach as wide an audience as possible, but this was somehow just... From on high, they were told what to do, uh, and that was probably to some extent also coordinating with with Epic, who probably wants to line up exclusives for mm-hmm. their store in order to try to compete with Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do we what do we think about this, guys? Well, first let's let's add some context. <laughs> so, um, everyone knows the guys behind Transistor and such and such, Super Giant, Super Giant. They announced their games Hades. It's going to be on you know Steam. Da 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 da. Not long ago, they also announced that hey, it's no longer going to be on Steam. It's going to be on the Epic Score exclusively. Ah, I thought- they announced it when it when it released. I could be you. Might, you no, might be. the Game Awards. They said it's coming to Epic when when Epic announced their store at the Game mm. Awards. They also said Hades is coming first to the Epic Store exclusively. So oh, that okay, was okay. that was initial. So okay. the problem yeah, with this story is that Metro was announced a year like a while ago. It's too pre-orders close to have release. been opened, it's too close to and release. two weeks before the release of your game, especially if your person hasn't pre-ordered games, they just go. 
Yeah, so it's not coming onto the service. Yeah, it's. And I think that's what people have the issue. There's a margin of time between when <laughs> of the course. game comes out for a limited time, which is a yeah. Year. And also, yeah. we have to be clear: it God, is in 2020. I'm so sick of timed exclusives. Yeah, it's that is, the that most is the peanut butter and jelly bullshit of gaming. It's, <laughs> it's it's the most inconvenient bullshit that you have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, well, it's stupid. Remember when we had exclusives? I, we still have we exclusives. Still do. I almost, I almost I feel agree. bad for all the people that don't get to third, play I'm sorry. Of so, when we had third-party exclusives, sure. let me be specific. So, so I, almost, well, I almost agree. Here's we still the have thing. Japanese ex- third-party exclusives. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm going to be the one who's going to like get to the foundation of what I think is bullshit, which is just like capitalism. But that's a much larger conversation that I assume most people don't immediately agree with me I'm on. I'm not equipped to have that the, conversation. Yeah, no, that's too deep. We're not trying to get into that. The... Within as long as we are working within capitalism, I think that it is good that certain games that arguably would not get made without the cooperation of the companies that want exclusivity actually get made. Timed exclusive is preferable to a total exclusive, mm-hmm. but like so, so, so that's where I'm more understanding to play a little bit of that devil's advocate here. So if it turns out that Supergiant's game would not turn out as good if they had not made this exclusivity deal. Or even, even, if, even if it's not even them working with Epic, right? You could also imagine a scenario. And I'm not saying this is the case. I'm saying this could be the scenario for them, and it could be for many other developers, that they could not justify putting in the time and money into the game that they wanted to unless they get more of a cut of each sale mm. that's a valid reason to go this has to go to that store first it's yeah it's, it's not smart ideal business. It's smart for us business. but that makes sense because at the end of the day if the customers are going to come to you exactly so so at the end of the day like if you need to do what you need to do in order to get the game made i'd rather the game gets made than not get made the problem that i see is it probably is a deal where epic's just straight up paying them because I doubt that you have a comparative user base with the Epic Game Store that you do in Steam. So probably, even though you're getting a bigger cut taken out of every sale, you're probably getting more sales that yeah. way. But so, also remember, it's and it's $10 cheaper. It's $10 cheaper on the Epic Game Store? Yeah, they cut the price too. That's so they're making price. it yeah. a very good but deal for What them. is the difference between a user base when you're on the same hardware? It's just a, You just download the store. Um, it's really like that's, that's it's not like a con- Xbox. There is less friction, yeah. but I don't think it's fair to say because there's probably a lot of people who, if the game came out on Steam, it would probably be in the featured section or in the like high up on the new releases. Oh, absolutely. Uh, if it's if the quality is what it what it often is from them, then the high ratings would mean that it would show up in people's suggested queue. So a lot of people who don't necessarily follow this particular game might still buy it. it. So yeah. that still means that it's sh- you know like for for super fans, yeah, yeah. sure, I'm going to go download the Epic Game Store and I'm going to get it, but. Realistically speaking, I think it's People, fair to say yeah. they would they would get more that way, and and they're and, and to be since it's a time exclusive, they get to play it both ways, right? The super fans they're going to go do that; they'll get a bigger cut from that. They got their money, presumably they got their money from Epic, yeah. and then when it comes out on Steam, it'll trickle into people's suggested games and the featured section yeah. in the same fashion, and they'll get more sales that way. So it'll have maybe a longer cool. sales cycle. Yeah. Uh, you, you know who I feel sad for? Um, who did not see anything like this coming? Phil Spencer from Microsoft. He was like, he was like, oh shit. So the console market, we can't be number one in there, but we're gonna totally. I I could see it being in his position, thinking, oh, we only have Steam to 
compete against, we own the platform. So we can totally, like, next generation, we'll put our eggs in this basket and then sure. own the market. Oh, shit. There's a whole fucking PC war brewing. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it completely throws off your plans. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm actually hoping happens. Um, I hope that the Epic Game Store does get a foothold. I'm not oh, the absolutely. biggest fan of this decision because this is comic like to me, just yeah. Coke Media just being like, I could, I could just imagine like a scenario where these Coke Media is just like, wait a minute, there's better margins on this other oh. platform. Just move it there. Wait, wait. <laughs> Do you guys know about the other deals that they have? So you get an even a game yeah, Epic. You get an even a better cut of your own game if you're using their engine. I totally forgot to say oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, I forgot. So like, if you're okay. using the um, hmm. Unreal Engine, you yeah. get a better cut, and it's mm. great. And it's like Steam, ha- like. It's going to be a very interesting next couple of that's years. A, that's an interesting way to compete. But to be perfectly clear, like if you're if you're using someone's engine, like you're paying them. You're well, yeah, you are paying them. But you're also like you're getting the the, the, the amount of games that have come out because these sophisticated engines exist. Yeah, like they're innumerable, I'm sure. But um, especially in Japan, this generation, they have been using the Unreal oh, yeah? Engine like crazy. Mm, yeah. Okay, but I Kingdom think Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts oh, Unreal yeah. Engine 3. That's why it was, got delayed. Oh, okay. Yeah. They dropped their so, own. <coughs> I so, feel like Olympus was still in their old engine. <laughs> 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 Hercules. Like, look at this fucking um, Cristela Novus character. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So I, I, I'm hoping that Epic Game Store does catch on to some extent. Yeah. And I don't know how they're how well they're going to compete in terms of the services or whatever. But to some extent, I use Discord for my voice chat with my friends. Yeah. So, like, my friends list on Steam doesn't really matter that much, yeah. personally. Um, I'm sure it matters to some people, but I want them to catch on. And in particular, I want them to catch on. And because a lot of these games might be coming from the, from their own engine, Mm -hmm. those engines do have a pretty arbitrary build for Linux. So I actually want to see Epic game store along with steam pushing us away from windows because I am like, there is no question in my mind whatsoever. There is no other fuck windows, man. There's no question in my mind. No OS that's ever going to take on windows place on a, as a gaming platform. Um, just as a, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Does no, I main, disagree. As a mainstream gaming platform? Yeah. I disagree. I think that if, so So the thing about the Steam store yeah. being like, we're going to, you know, we want to be significant about Linux is mm-hmm. they didn't want to be boxed into Windows because Windows could come out with Windows 11 tomorrow and, and somehow make Steam not run on it or whatever, right? Yeah. That, that's possible because they have their Windows store and they can be, they can try to do some walled garden bullshit. Uh, Epic probably has a similar concern of not wanting to, to be entrenched in a particular system, but they also have an engine. They also they can really push the needle as far as like, oh, games just have support for Linux by default nowadays. Yeah. And technically, like the only thing that's keeping these things from running on those things is a desire for technologies like DirectX and other kinds of things like that. They they don't they don't compete in meaningful ways, I don't think. And ultimately I really do want like us to move away from Windows as the platform because this stuff is not important to the gamers. It's, I don't give a shit about my Windows license. I, I, I will say, you know, uncertain, comp- I mean, unexpected competition comes from different places. We're having this conversation now. Who'd have thought 
Epic Games would be the one to start some shit with Steam. Yeah. Who would have thought? That's a good point. Who would have thought that they would have Fortnite Who, to get, yeah. get money to actually pull that? So mm-hmm. you don't know. Like, I um, recently Jack Dorsey was on Joe Rogan just talking about Twitter. And, like, you never know what companies have. Like, I didn't know that Twitter has actually been, like, really repping cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency can change things. Like, if any of these it's companies... Also dying. Are, it's doing I, I, badly. <clears throat> it's doing terribly right now. For now, who know, you know, who knows? I don't know too much about cryptocurrency. Yeah. I'm just saying like unexpected competition can come from somewhere. Absolutely. Somebody might come into this space and just be like with a lot of capital and just be like, hey, you know what? We can maybe unseat this person. We can start something. Are you talking about on the OS or just in general? Just in OS. I mean, okay. like there's different economies. Well, I have a little <laughs> thing to say also. It's just like, um, if I'm a fucking nerd. Um, like... <laughs> I was on the Chrome OS um, subreddit, no right? And people are loading Steam on the Chrome OS. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. They have like, they have shared uh, forks, uh, like yeah. as far as a lot of the software. Yeah, they're, they're and, using Linux um, mm-hmm. now, and even Windows. And Steam have OS is also Windows, yeah. a Linux distribution. Yeah. Like so, you know, it 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 might so like we're like so like. Zavi, you're more into this than we are, but like you know about Linux, but like Chrome, hey, hey, Chrome, hey, and I, you, the nerd. Sorry, I just Chrome had could, to uninstall Linux because it couldn't plug to my copier. So, <laughs> like, but go ahead. But like, See, those Chrome could be Chrome. That's could exactly be, why Chrome Linux could never be, be that be. one that like sneaks in and they're just like, oh, could, guess what? We can, and that could be something that could at, at least provide, like, particularly because it's tied to a lot of com- Google services. And, yeah. and a lot of people's life is already on that. And so. when we think of ubiquitous tech companies. Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. Google, Microsoft, yeah. Apple, you know, Apple, yeah. like, and just to be a hundred percent clear about my grievance around, around like why I want to move away from Windows, it's not complicated. That license costs two hundred dollars. Well, it, in general, that. nothing should be like nothing. It's the reason it why I the computer. It's why I still haven't come at me, Microsoft. I still haven't bought a license, and I think it's really funny that in Windows ten, all I get is the watermark, and in particular, when I actually stream using uh, the Steam Link app on my TV, mm-hmm. the watermark goes away <laughs> i i personally think the next big os is going to be chrome os because i'm not giving my mother a windows machine i'm giving mm. my mother a chrome os she can right. have all her you know Apps suspicious yeah. applications yeah, yeah, yeah. and it can, you know you can you get the windows um, but this is Microsoft what i'm saying a, per, a cell phone has become more ubiquitous than a than a personal computer absolutely so it probably that over and micro that but the thing the is microsoft knows that and they're making their um they've been working hard on their windows um 10 platform and they're um they're getting rid of all these like legacy stuff to make it uh basically they're Deploy gonna make it everywhere exactly yeah. i mean and, 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 and that's actually coming, something where i am on microsoft side. what if what if they make it free for years what if they make it free if they turned around and they said windows licenses are now free well windows 10 Lite <laughs> is rumored to be free hmm well here comes Zavi come. If they did it, <laughs> then I would literally just go, sweet. But but like, Windows 10 Lite doesn't people... look to be developer friendly. It okay. doesn't look like it's a developer gotcha. platform. Okay. Come on, man. The windows are open. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Although Microsoft is actually becoming more of an open source company day well, by day. Yeah. But they make too much goddamn money. You mean they licenses. buy open source companies day by day. True. Yeah. No, but they, they, they've also been like the, all the .NET code has become open. To, right, all right, right, this is right, getting right. way too much. Yeah, yeah. Steve's falling asleep. I yeah, think we got to wrap it up. Core. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good discussion on the stores, I think. I, I definitely. But, but just pay attention to Discord because they have a store now. Yes. Yeah. Again, disruptors. Yep, yep, yep. Disruptors. I like it. I like it. We'll see where it goes. 
All right, Steve. Pay and attention. that's where we're going to wrap up today's episode. <laughs> you can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, which we don't update normally because um, we have lives. We're busy. We're busy. alone. Yeah. Are we? That but is not a good excuse. It's just not. Like, listen to the podcast and then share it for us and spread the network. <laughs> so basically, please do all of that unpaid labor for us. Follow please. me. I'm Stacy at Stacy. <laughs> Stacy.com. And then go to on the Stacy you got, OS. You got it on the internet. Stacy Mail. Stacy OS. We'll be starting a Patreon <laughs> soon so we can send everybody Polaroids of us just in different poses. That was such a... How dare you? Goodbye, everyone. Don't come for my girls. Brooklyn.